Hey guys, it's Christina, boxing guest. I am here with Gang Gang, the fam. We have Kimmy from Mama's Maiden Studio in the house. And we got John from Superposition. Look at this. You're in the chat. You're in the show. You're the whole thing. You're everywhere. You're omnipresent. Look at you two. So cute with your shades and your hat and your cool t-shirts. Look at them. People, look at them. They're here. I got them. I got them both at the same time. Everyone's jealous. Everyone's jealous. And look, we should mention right off the bat, Kimmy repping JD for Death Pigeon. And we got John repping Arcana Necronomicus, which is another band that's coming up soon. So um, we got some cool stuff. So say hi, guys. Say hi to the chat. Hello. Say hi, guys. Welcome. And thank <laughs> look you. at this. I am so we're so, so happy to be here. So happy to have you. You guys, I love you guys to pieces. And it, it is always an extra thrill for me to get to, to interview people who feel like family, like you guys and AOD and Jamstake and, and everybody. So I'm so happy that you're here. But I'm not going to take it easy on you. You know this. I'm a hard-hitting hitting journalist or a hitting journalist, as apparently as it, whatever comes out of my mouth. I am. I'm like. I'm like Walter Cronkite. I'm like Barbara Walters. I'm like Oprah. Um, and people who aren't very old or dead or whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna let you off easy. And so, okay, I'm gonna begin, as you know that I do, with a you know, vulnerable, deep, serious, meaningful question. And, and you guys really got to, you know, just because we're family here doesn't mean you can just toss off an answer. You got to dig deep here and give me the real. All right. Are you ready? Dig in. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yes. We're, we're ready. So a wizard casts a spell on both of you. Would you rather be made absolutely humongous or incredibly tiny? Or incredibly and tiny. Okay. And why? You go and first. Why? Okay, I think he was asking is that. Oh yes, absolutely, small, right? absolutely yeah. huge or incredibly tiny. So you can either be an, 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 an insane level giant or a, a teeny tiny dust speck, but you have to choose one or the other. I wanna be teeny tiny. Okay, why? So I can go everywhere. And risk getting smushed by like a mouse or something. But absolutely risk getting smushed, but I would like tiny much better. Okay, so you want you want flexibility of travel. Okay, I understand that. I don't know what you would do when you got there because the credit card would be like 11,000 times bigger than you, but you'd figure it out. You'd have a teeny tiny credit card too, I guess. All right, John, this is it. Are you going to be incredibly tiny with your with your lovely or are you going to be incredibly humongous? Incredibly tiny, please. See the love Otherwise, things might get really awkward for the two of you as a couple. So I think that's probably. Uh, I don't know if that would be really a compatible. Then. Now, John, you did. I will mention miss the opportunity to say, "Well, I'm already incredibly huge." So, <laughs> but you know, I was right. going to leave all the references out, but yeah, let the chat make it for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I've done it now. I've put too fine a point <laughs> on. So, okay, so why is it just to match with Kimmy, or would you, if this were just you, would you also want to to be with my lovely, as always? Okay. If you had answered first, but would you have the same? Also, answer? because time acts differently, and so does all reality at that size. Things break down, and you get a lot into superposition and that kind of thing. Yeah. Nice okay. 
Yeah. Look at that. Look at him with the segue, just like moving right into the music. Maybe I wanted to spend the next two hours talking about the wizard, John. You don't know. You can't control this interview. I could just keep talking. <laughs> okay. All right. So the incredibly tiny but incredibly wonderful couple here. So, so guys, this is the first time that I have had um, two people from two different entities on the show at the same time. So, um, I know. Look at that. Just breaking all the barriers. But uh, so, you know, we're going to because as I said to you before we started uh, rolling here, you know, because um, I don't script these, you know, we'll see how it goes bouncing around back and forth. But guys, you're going to get info on mamas and superposition all at the same time, which I think is like the best possible thing. Right. Look at that. Look at that. Pointing. And, all right. So let's start with a question that I, I um I'm just sort of genuinely curious that really doesn't have much of anything to do with music or art, but how did you guys meet? Facebook. If you want to tell us. Facebook. Okay. All right. Is it going to be a one-word answer? Are you going to give me any story? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will elaborate. Story. I'm happy to, unless you want to take this. No, no, no. You can. Yeah. We met on Facebook. Um, I'll make it a little bit shorter than longer story. We met on Facebook. Um, just um, saying hi. And a little bit later, we got a little bit closer. And within about a week after that, we were pretty much knew we were engaged. Aww, we that's so cute. Every, thank you. We spoke <laughs> every day and night for about a year and a half. She was in St. Petersburg. I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. We were going crazy at that point. So me and my daughter got over here and fast forward another year and a half or so and we're married and then we get concentrating on um just getting things running smoothly and then we start soup and then we start mamas and that's it there you go kimmy you have nothing to add in a nutshell um <laughs> it's crazy i wasn't I wasn't really, he just kind of knocked me out of no, it just hit me in the head really. And I know that feeling. You're not even looking for anything no. and then it finds you. Yeah, I know that feeling very well. And then it just, we knew. It was a great day. We just knew. We immediately almost knew. Yeah, yeah. when you know, you know. Now, Greg and I were the same way. Of, well, mm -hmm. I mean, we knew each other a long time before that, but once it was like, oh, wait. <laughs> then it was like, okay, pretty fast. So. Yeah, I hear you. You guys clearly yeah. are, you know, chocolate and peanut butter, peanut butter and chocolate, as I always call you guys. So um, I don't know who's who. No, Kimmy, you do. You said he's the he's the chocolate to your peanut butter. He, he said I was the peanut butter. Yes. Okay. Okay. But it's a family shows. <laughs> okay. So all right. So that's good. So you got and you guys, you know, it doesn't sound like it's been all that long that you've been together a couple years or um, something since um 2017 okay all right so in the last six years you have managed to build two formidable brands for yourselves and one of my favorite things about you two which is saying a lot because i love you so much um is that your work works so well together and Kimmy, you make these incredible videos for everybody. You do, and you clearly don't play favorites, but there is a quality to the ones that you make for John where it's almost like he had made them for himself if he had the talent art-wise that you do. 
um, because it's clearly so personal, and I love that. And you know, John, oh, you're you John, you're always on on Facebook, just shouting Kimmy up and like you know lighting up her stuff and suggesting her. And I love how supportive you guys are, not only of the community but of each other. You know, because it's um, you know, well, I mean, hmm? this what we're about. Well, yeah, but you know what? That's worth m noting because not everybody is like that, right? So, I mean, in this community, we're very lucky because we have so many incredible people, most of whom are, really are watching yeah. right now. But, you know, we you really guys are, are, are um, beloved in the community for very good reasons. So for anyone who doesn't, because I don't want this to be like, you know, the total in, you know, interview or anybody who's just watching it cold or listening to it cold on Spotify, you know, I don't want to assume mm -hmm. everybody knows you. So let's, let's back up a little bit as if we don't hang out all the time and, and know each other pretty well. But so, so just to, to frame it up, Kimmy runs Mama's Maiden Studio. You are Mama's Maiden Studio <laughs> and you're doing digital art and videos for artists, for bands, for pretty much anyone who needs them, right? Podcasts, okay. And commercials, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. That I don't think I knew. Very cool. So, mm -hmm. and then John has Superposition, which is a metal yeah. band. Um, and John, you started that, what, about eight years ago or so? would be yeah. the date, July okay. of 2015. I was working yeah. up a year before that, but I released in 2015 of July. Uh, right. July okay. okay. Yeah, and I mean, and so, you know, as you said, you started out, in Arizona. And then I guess, you know, three years later, you had fallen in love and rightly so who has not at this point with this woman just looking at her um, and um, moved to, to Florida. So now that's where you guys are both based. And so, yes. so we've got for anyone who didn't already know, we've got a musician and an artist who are together and, you know, growing each other's businesses, which is fantastic. So I mean, I, I want to step back a little bit too and just go into a little more detail. So Kimmy, why don't you talk a little bit more about how you got into art, um, how you got into digital art? Did you do art that wasn't digital beforehand? Just what's your what's your artist origin story? Because this yes. I know nothing about. Yes, I have been doing art since I can remember. Um, but my whole family did. My brothers, I have a bunch of brothers, and they're really, really artistic um as far as drawing and um they're way way more talented than i ever was or am okay well that, that's a frightening concept because you're incredible they are, i mean, I mean yeah. yeah my my brothers can draw and so i always tried to just you know i'm the, the big sister but i always tried to you know draw like them but i always was trying to be better actually that smiley face behind me is one of my brother's pieces it's i noticed it when you got on it's very cool i like the colors i like the concept i like the execution it's it's very neat so yeah oh okay that's cool you know we've just all been uh, artistic in our own way um i got into uh of course when i started having children and got into scrapbooking and then that led to card making and then that meant to that actually led to digital oh cool Okay. And then, um, so I ran a blog for many years and I've, I've always been making something or painting something mm -hmm. or learning how to do something. I don't mm -hmm. know. I always have. So um, I've always been, since the computer started, I, I started making stuff on a computer and just do it, figuring it out. And it's just so, been one of my things. That's actually what attracted John to me was 
some art that I was posting. Oh, cool. So Her page felt like home. I completely can understand that feeling. And I love that what <laughs> brought you together was what your talents are. That's yeah. awesome. Because then, then, you know, it's not even just because, okay, she's gorgeous. So, of course, I'm going to go for her or whatever. Like, you are. And I'm sure that didn't hurt. But he found well, your art well, first. Fact, what, John? I, um, I actually asked her if it was all right for me to post one of my videos shortly after we met on her page. Just so she could have a video of mine. <laughs> and it's it's odd. It's uh, wait, <laughs> We didn't know each other at all. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. no, it's, it's a little theatrical. And, and it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's a, a cover or a version mm -hmm. of the song Avalanche that's on yeah. the first EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a great but, song, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. She stuck around after that. She's a keeper. <laughs> so that was almost kind of a, a little litmus test for Kimmy. If she didn't run screaming in the other direction, yeah. then you know. <laughs> enacted as one. It wasn't one, but yes. <laughs> if I could talk no, I that, that wasn't too much of a risk, though, to be fair. Okay. It's not like it's the song is a problem or anything like that, but um, it's a good song. So I, I think you're. You're okay. You were okay either way, but uh, but yeah, it's yeah. true. You never know. And I mean, so okay. So you guys immediately liked each other's stuff too, which mm -hmm. has to help, right? Because if if oh, absolutely your art and your music are your passion, and if you can't yeah. share your passion with the person that you're with, mm -hmm. it just I've been in that position, and it it never <laughs> works out. So so okay. So you and so I mean, <laughs> it's interesting to me, Kimmy, that your you and your brothers all were artists. I mean, is anyone in the older generations also into art or were you, do you guys just all happen to fall into art somehow or? All throughout my mom's side of the family were. Ah. Yep. Okay. And I'm not real familiar with my real father's side of the family. So I really don't know. Same. But my mom's side, definitely. Okay. All right. That, well, that's enough. We we that, 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 that one side will get you all you need. So, okay. And so, um, so, okay, so let me move over here to you, John. And then, John, how did you get into music in the first place? Not, you know, 2014, just, you know, fiddling around or whatever, becoming superposition, like in the very first place where you, you know how I, I like to know. Are you, were you a kid? Were you camp. a hmm? band camp? This, this one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I He's was, not lying, though. I was in school band is how I started. Okay. I was looking forward to the day about two years before I could do it. I think it was fifth grade that we had to start. Yeah. I picked up a trumpet and I was almost a drummer. It was down to where the, the, the person two or three chairs down was asked what the, they wanted to do. And then the next person, the next person, I made my choice about that point. That's going to go with trumpet over drums. But um, anyway, um, school band is what, and I had two older brother. I have two older brothers. They were both horn players too. So there were horns in the house, and that was okay. the easy, easy way. Okay. But you, so you were looking forward to it from like third grade. So what? Yes. At, what at eight had you so excited to be in band at ten? Like what was it? Just music just in the it house? Was, was it what I was doing? Okay. I was to talk over. You know, I just knew. No, it was no. We have a little bit of a. I should explain for everybody too. We do have a little bit of a of a lag and a sound issue. So John and Kimmy and I are not interrupting each other intentionally. It's just it's like you know when the phone is is delayed. So but yeah, go <laughs> interrupt me all you want. I talk too much. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, so so you knew, even from you know eight years old or whatever, this is you were meant to be in music. Yes, and I might add that recording was also in there as is equal. 
because really? I was looking forward to when I could get one of those little um, Sanyo bring with you, hit play and record orders yeah. of the old days. And I saved yeah. up and got one of those at the supermarket and walked over and got it. It was oh. monumental. And I was recording things, pirating my brother's uh, albums. Oh, okay. Okay. You know? Okay, so I don't think anyone will come after you for that at this point, but yeah. So, but okay, so, but then again, yeah. let's go, let's go back a little bit more from that. Did you grow up, besides your brothers, you know, being, you know, horn players or whatever, like, did you grow up in a very musical household where that was just baked in, or you just kind of woke up one day knowing somehow out of context that you were supposed to be in music and recording? And because that's, I mean, music I get at such a young age. But recording is not usually on somebody's radar when they're that little. Like, yeah, I didn't you don't even think about how the music gets into your ears. It's just there. It's what like, you know, mean? we don't That's think so about the cow. Cute. We eat the burger. You know what I mean? So, like, so how how did you, you know, was that, do you know where that came from? Or it was just, just a calling and that's just I think it was good. both. I okay. think it was both. I, I did. I don't remember waking up one day. I just knew it was always there. Music, oh, okay. what was good, not to be corny, but that's true. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember ever saying, well, now I'm in a, I remember saying I was going to be a rock musician. Okay. Shortly that, after I got out yeah. of band. He did. Say, yeah, he did. But for, it was, it was probably be days after I said, I'm done with school band and well, I could be a bassist because I could be rhythmic and musical, mm. best of both worlds. I love yeah. bass. I love turning up the bass on everything that I do. It seems yeah. right. Yes, I'll yeah, do that. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and centered around that. We did have a musical house. There was a stereo, you know, the old school stereos with the big tower speakers. We always had those. My brothers always had those. Okay. And there was a lot of country western being We're a played. lot older than you guys. I, sure. I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> I really don't. But we can talk about it off camera. Late 60s is when we were born. So. Oh, OK. Well, um, there was not not, not not as much older as you might think for, for Greg, at least. But yeah, but OK. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. But but I mean, you know, you weren't born in like 1932 or anything like we're talking about the same general couple of decades. So. Yeah. So, OK. Yeah. So you 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 oh, yeah. you did have a musical household. You did. But yeah, that, I, see, I, f I find that fascinating, though, that you just that was just always there, like just always. I mean, that, that reminds me of like Sean Thunderfoot Wells, yeah. three years old, gets a little drum kit and just he was on it, you know, and and um, interview, by the way. Yeah. just yeah. click. Yeah. yeah, just what? Clicks. Yeah. I yeah. Clicks, and I said that was a great interview. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. He's a great drummer. And um, yeah, it was just I don't know. I just. That was the way I was going to go. I had other aspirations of being a cartoon illustrator or be, maybe being a PE teacher. And I ended up doing physical therapy in my other world as wow. they go for years and years and years. So the, and I do art of pointillism, you know, when oh, he does great art, I too. dabble in that stuff on the side. But Hello. Okay. Wait a minute. So, so you are both. Uh, once I knew that, that rock was the way to go and it was actually doable and it felt practical to yeah. me at age at 13, 14. Yeah. And I was blessed with growing up in a neighborhood with guitarists all over the place and in a town oh. where they all these virtuoso musicians. Wow. I was just blessed with it. So it was an easy shoe in for me. So Getting you're, you're both fine artists then too. Yes. Very good. Cool. So cute. I love it so much. So. <laughs> okay. All oh, the hands. I love you guys. Okay. So, all right. So let's bounce a little bit then. So then 
Kimmy, you, you know, so you've both established that, you know, you knew early on what your paths were, you know, you had options, but you knew what your paths were. And so when you, cause I don't know, Kimmy, if, if you were like me, where when you started having your kids, everything kind of went on pause a little bit in terms of your own. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it happens. Right. But so, and then once you got back in through the scrapbooking and all of this other stuff, and then kind of realized, okay, you know, digital art, this is something I could do. I can teach myself. When was the decision to be Mama's Maiden made? And was that with John? Was that, I get the sense it was after you guys met, based on what you said, or was it before? Mama's Maiden literally was born about February. Of this year? True story. What? Yeah. Yes. No, no, lies, uh, lies, no, like, wait a minute. She's got lots of followers. She built it wait up. A minute. Wait, a minute. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, shut your wait a minute, six months, you've been doing Mama's Maiden for six months, so when I came into this whole Alice in Wonderland situation in March, you this were like a month old? Uh, this yep. all, no, actually, this all happened within February and March when everybody started just, I don't know. Yeah, we, I we don't know what happened. That. I don't I either. But I, but I remember, I'm telling you, we yeah. all, I go, I go back to jam stakes, synaptic convergence. We all fell into the same wonderland at the same time. Yep. Everybody got together and just made each other's brand blow up. It's, I was shocked in a previous interview with you when you had mentioned to this person and I, I, I don't know if I remember, but anyway, you were like, oh yeah, because we, you know, we all just met in March. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, Same I looked at John and I, yeah, I looked at John and I said, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Like all of us did this at the yeah. same time. It was, like, it really, no, because that, that, born that's right. right here yeah. in this room. I did not Talking about that. me doing videos for John yep. and just it, it, Lomax. Shout out to Lomax. Love Lomax. 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 Love Lomax. I love your videos and I would love for you to make me one. And yeah. she was my first video that I made outside of superposition. Okay. I had so, no, thank you, Lomax. no yeah. idea. None. Because yeah, I mean, and again, I like I, I tell the story all the time, or at least I used to on the show. And when we first started doing it low back, you know, like two months ago, but like that I, I still don't remember how I connected with everybody. Right. But I started, you know, talking yeah. to Rob from AOD and, and Dom from Jamsteak and whatever. And we all started our gift wars and you were in on that and whatever. And then seeing everybody was so wonderful and helpful and supportive, but all scattered around. That was when I started band together. That was also March yeah. or early April, which yeah. was genius. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, literally, I created a Facebook group and everybody joined it. It was it was not exactly Einstein level on my part, but I knew yeah, if I got if I got everybody together, because mm -hmm. everybody was doing all this work, but it was spread out all over the place, you I know. Mean, and it's just so much. It yeah, does. and it's so. But but that was where you know. And now I love. I feel like a, a proud mommy because it's like I see you know like you and Rob and and AOD you know, doing your collabs, I see, you know, um, well, I mean, Death Pigeon and, and, and Narak had gotten together before, but I'm seeing all these collabs, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and it's not that I'm taking credits, people are going, oh, by the way, I get these beautiful messages many times every day, like, hey, I just wanted to thank you because of Band Together, you know, I'm doing this collab with this artist, and I never would have, and like, whatever, I don't take credit for any of that, because literally, I just created a, a container, and then you guys do all the work, but like, 
it, it is so beautiful to it see all so these good. things. But if you really think about it, so, so March was when it started five months. It's been five, six months and all of this has happened. And I mean, like it's, I, I had no idea that yeah. you had I've just always been creating. Started. I've always been right, doing right. my thing. And then I thought, well, I'll just, you know, in yeah. my spare time, I'll do the videos for the new album for the collapse album for six yeah. born out yeah, of yeah, yeah. but then it bloomed. And then he goes, you know, it would be a really great name would be, um, mama's maiden. It was something to do with, um, his mom. Aww. And I said, you know what? That has to be my name for whatever I decide to do next. And then it just happened. Yeah. It just Fantastic. happened. That's fan. And it's a great name too, because nobody else has it. Nobody else has it. I go and I, cause I tag you in things as you know, all the time. Mm -hmm. And I type at M A M and like, yeah, it'll be like, you know, mama's bakery or whatever. But You'll second, I put love in, mama's, yeah. yeah, but not M M. You put in M it's like, boom, mama's main studio. I'm like, thank you. That's very easy for me. Like all I have to do now is just click. And then I've, <laughs> I've tagged Kimmy and we're done. It's so, no, literally I, been, it, it's literally been great. a whirlwind. I just did video number 45. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. A very so, great video. No, and Kimmy, I, I, your art is so beautiful. It's so ethereal and it's mysterious. And I mean, I have a, a, a you know, our younger one is a, is an incredible artist okay. um, themselves and has seen, I've shown them your stuff and it's like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like it, it's, it's just, um, but what I also love is that you clearly have styles that you do when it's just for you and your art that you're making mm -hmm. but when you're making videos for people mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like every video could just have been for anyone or any song or like it's still representative it's still personal thank it's still, yeah and I, and I think that it's tremendous well, that, that means everything yeah, thank you thank no you. but I mean but that because you don't want to all be the same you want it to no. know you want to know it's a mama's but you don't want it to, right. all to, to look like that's right yeah, if you don't want it to look like you're making the same video 45 times because nobody would want that either, every you know, but no, single, it's. Yeah, every single video I have done has become part of my soul. And that is no joke. <laughs> no, I believe you. It's this no joke. True. I have to go through every piece of the song and I, it becomes part of my soul. It becomes part of me and it means a lot to me. I, I, I love that they that they have trusted me to let them to let me in with yeah. their baby because it's a huge responsibility that you have it's, you know that that these are these this is going to be sure that that feeling or that vibe or what atmosphere or whatever yeah. it is that they're wanting is mm -hmm. I'm so so let, let's let's that's a good place to to ask a question and then we can seg into to John's stuff too but so when you are um somebody comes to you and says, Kimmy, magicify me, make me one of your amazing videos. What is the process there? Do you, I mean, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people watching will know this because they've worked with you already, but for those who haven't, and for all of the people who are going to hire her right now, watching this video, right guys, mama's made in studios. You're going to go do that right fucking now. Um, but anyway, so um, for all the people who are going to be hiring you and for those of us who are just curious, <laughs> Kimmy, you're going to be on your ass by like the next 20 minutes or whatever, because we're going to, we're going to get to song in a minute. So. I don't but, um, have a break in the afternoon. So actually, actually, 
You know what? You know what? Because I, I said I said song. I know we are filming this in the afternoon, and you guys are just you're 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 fully Florida vacationing it there. But <laughs> but so before we even do that, let's play. Okay, and and for 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 those of you watching, you have a treat because since we have two artists here, we're gonna have two songs, two. Not just yes, one, yes. two. Now, before anybody complains, which nobody will because it's Kimmy and John and we all love them. Um, they are very short. So it's really actually no longer than one song would be, but I wanted to do it this way. So um, so we're gonna start with Spider, okay? From okay. John's, um, you know, this is, is this is the newest, um, well, not the newest release, but the, the newest uh, album. Debut album, fully album. Uh, yeah, and track one. And so, right, that, that's what the word I wanted was first, not newest. It's the first song. <laughs> Thank you very much on the, on the album. And um, before we say anything else about it, let's roll the video. So this is Mama's Maiden Studios video for Superposition's song, Spider. Here we go. I mean, that song just like it kicks you right in the head right away. Like I just love the like the the drums just you know and 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 it it, it you guys work so well together though, like so well together though. So 
So talk to me say something about JD because in JD's interview, he was like, I like to just get in there and, and, and like get it done and like, yep. get, and then jump out, like almost like drop the mic on that bitch. He's almost said something <laughs> like that. He didn't say that, but it was like, he likes to, to get imagine in that in JD's voice, but yeah, I know the sentiment yeah. you mean. And Humble. he's the same way. Just get in there. And I was like, yeah, JD, yeah. He's, he's the same way when it yep. comes to that. Yeah. Get it in there and punch you in so- the face. So talk to me, both of you, in, in which, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, punching people in the face in a good way is a good thing. Punching people in the face yeah, in a bad way love. is a bad thing. With love. With love. Love. It's a love punch. It's a punch of, of love and, and musical um, enjoyment. But so, okay, so talk to me about, because I was going to ask you before the song about the process of, you know, knowing what the song is, sitting there, I'm sure, listening to it a ton of times or whatever, and then coming up with the concept. But why don't we get into that by talking about this particular song with this particular video? So I want to know from you, John, how you wrote this song. You know, we're going to get into songwriting in general. But then also how you, Kimmy, and the two of you, I imagine, decided what you were going to do for it. Okay. Video idea comes after said and done of the song. Right. Okay. Yes. I would think so. <laughs> Make a video for a song that doesn't exist yet. Kimmy's good, but not that good. Coming out lyric-wise, I'm sure. Yeah, I was saying, well, we could have this, and we could have that, and we'll have this imagery or that, and her the same on the idea. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. Basically, oh, sorry, honey, but okay. basically when that, when we did Collapse, and he told me, you know, these are the songs. This This is the synopsis, basically, for this song. Right. This is the feeling or synopsis for this song. Okay, cool. In each song. I like a synopsis just so I kind of know where you're lyrically coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. I want to know the feeling of the song. If I get a synopsis, that ba- it's a notes lot better well. than the yeah, lyrics, it actually. It easier to get to the point. Yes. Because yeah. I don't always need the lyrics, but I do like a synopsis. So that's kind of what we did with the album when we went through every single song together. Yes. And I how they started, tie together too, because it's a loose concept. Right. Then right. I'll start Which the I'm going to ask you about next. <laughs> I'll start the art process and see what I could come up with, and then I'll start um, just looking for, you know, clips and things that in imagery that I think will fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. she's totally once once that's in her court, it is in her court, and I just I have no problem trusting in what she's going to come up with. Sure. And then by the time I see drafts or even finished product, I'm all yes. Nothing yeah. about it I want to change. And we'll master those by what we're calling mastering of the videos by watching them a half a dozen times, making sure that everything's right. right. And do we want to change anything or does she want to change anything? Right. A soundboard of sorts, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's great. And so, I mean, do you do that with everyone, Kimmy, when somebody comes to you that isn't John, you ask for a synopsis? Is that mm-hmm. is that sort of, okay. Yeah, I, I can totally, that makes so much sense to me because sometimes the lyrics are not meant to be as revealing of the concept or the emotion behind the song as what the artist is intending with it and yes. so it could it, be the complete opposite tell me about it that's it right and the opposite. That's it. it could that's mean it. these lyrics could mean nothing and it's just you know i mean it yeah so synopsis is always best for me to yeah. get just really the feel of it. I'll listen to it a few times and then, yeah. you know, just and you play just around with a bunch of things. Yeah. Okay. If she's lucky enough to get a straightforward type of, of lyric content, then it goes smooth. But if she's right. getting one line, I'm dodging and, and trying to 
be half cryptic half the time. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. definitely make it easier for synopsis. He's well, little- and, yeah, and I mean, and I was I was going to say like, and I I think that you know it's also for someone who works with a lot of metal artists. Sometimes, mm-hmm. holy Jesus, if you don't get a synopsis, you don't know what the fuck is going on because you can't even. I still think all metal bands should be legally required to make lyric videos because you you, you often can't understand the lyrics, you know. And I, and I, <laughs> so I would not want to be you in those moments where it's just like, hey, Kimmy, can you make a video? Here's my song, you know, and like you can't, like, you know, like. Okay, I think this one's about a butterfly um, having well, intestinal I, I have, actually haven't done any lyric videos. No, no, but I'm saying like Absolutely. if you're if you're gonna come no, but you're up right. With, yes. Yeah. Now, and that's something I think you should you should offer um, to people like, hey, as I'm making this other video, how about I make a lyric video for you so people know what the hell you're saying? Because I'm sorry, like as somebody who likes to go through and listen to songs and listen to lyrics and get all of that together, I can tell you I have the hardest time. Mm-hmm. with some artists figuring out what the lyrics are. And sometimes I yeah. have to ask, I'm like, can you please send me? <laughs> and sometimes I'll get, well, they're not really lyrics, I'm vocalizing. And I'm like, okay, then that's totally fine. That's what I thought you were doing. Right. But sometimes yeah. the lyrics in the arena so make so far back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but okay, so that that's about what I figured because it didn't seem possible for you mm-hmm. to capture the song and the mood and the meaning and the lyrics and the emotion as well as you do by accident, right? So you would either have to be incredibly insightful, have an ear for things that sometimes I don't think most people do like metal lyrics and also, you know, but it makes more sense that you would ask for a synopsis. So, okay, guys, you know, when you hire Kimmy, which you're going to do right now because you're watching this, I'm going to keep doing that. But when you hire her, she's going to ask you for a synopsis. So you better know what your songs are about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got to know or she's going to make it up. You know, she's just going to be like, this oh, one is about buying a Slurpee at 7-Eleven. And that's what the video is about. So here we go. Here's the 7-Eleven Slurpee video by this band. So, okay. So, um, so let me, let me step aside here a little bit and come to you, John. So you knew you wanted to get into music basically from the womb, right? Okay. And so you sort of, you know, figured out it wasn't going to be, you weren't going to have like a long career in trumpeting. Um, at what point and <laughs> what point did you move away from the trumpet and decide what you were actually going to do? And how did that turn into superposition? Um, a little vanity and a lot of not liking the athleticism of having to blow on a horn. It's just, it gets, it's no, no, I didn't want to do that. Um, I, I, really, for us. <laughs> I really shut up anger. I, uh, I really wanted to fucking, um, do something that wasn't athletic because I noticed there was an athleticism too. I was in sports and in, in school and stuff. There wasn't a problem, but I wanted to veer away from that. And then the nail in the coffin was getting into marching band, which nothing against those marching bands out there. It's fantastic work, excellent choreography and all that. Wasn't for me. Right. Um, I was in marching up. band. It wasn't for me either. The uniform was entirely made out of polyester, and I felt like I was going to burst into flames every time I went out and played my little clarinet in the sun. Life. Yeah. <laughs> the hat. <laughs> that was a whole but, thing. You, know, you so. and Greg are going to have to talk marching band after because he was like competition level marching band with the drums, and like you, you guys will have a little geek out. But yeah, I, I can Thanks understand why that was a deal breaker for you. So, okay. So you yeah. knew it wasn't going to be trumpet. So then what right. happened? Then I'm sitting in my bedroom. I remember this. And it came to me that 
if I, I, I thought about guitar and like I had mentioned earlier, there were at least four or five guitarists on my block right. that were proficient at the age of 14, electric guitarists that had their little practice amps in their room. And I thought I was in heaven at that point being a rock fan. Mm -hmm. And it was easy for me to get to get into that world because this person had this and that person had that. And I was, we always had an acoustic guitar in the house and every time I played it, it seemed so hard and out of, just out of something that I could wrap my head around. Okay. And uh, when I thought about bass, it just, everything clicked. Yeah. I always loved the bass in music, was drawn to it and it was easier as some might think. And um, I picked that up and loved it and I had an ear for playing so I didn't really have, I had the um, ability to read bass clef or treble clef, whatever from band, but I really yeah, didn't sure, like yeah. it. I was drawn to Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden at that point and I could play those lines by ear so I was set and that's all I did for about a year. Okay. And then? And then I had a buddy in a band and he needed a bassist. All of his friends were in bands. All of his friends yeah, did it was, something. It was okay. crazy. He was his town. Right? Northern California, Redding, California. It's yeah, about it was everybody was in a band. at the time in the, wow. in the mid eighties, early eighties. Okay. Um, I got together with my best bud, Robbie, and we started, he had a band going and asked me to, to pop in on it. And I was instantly the bassist, as I recall at that point. Um, <laughs> We played school parties. Um, okay, you were gigging. Look at you. <laughs> we were gigging in high school. Yeah, we played our my high school uh, picnic. They had a it was a progressive high school, but they and we were playing metal out there. It was fantastic. How but cool was, a high school picnic is that, guys? Yeah. Most high school picnic picnics they're blaring whatever's on top forty if they even have a high school picnic. We have metal playing at John's school. <laughs> yes. That's the band awesome. called Still Threat, and we were playing, yeah, metal. Okay. So, been forever, yeah. He has been. We played for a couple, um, you know, beer parties, and and then uh, in the same town, Northern California, joined another band, and we started doing on a professional level. We were a bar band, as mm -hmm. you may know, um, <laughs> and started doing covers of '80s rock hits, power ballads, or not power ballads, but your basic ACDC and some Metallica okay. and okay. a nice, easy mm -hmm. palette of rock. All right. And played the hell out of that, moved to Phoenix. Um, I joined another band around that time, um, Skullcap. And we were playing heavier stuff, good sink your teeth into metal. And uh, did like that. What? Like what? What? Like what kind of bands? Uh, what would that be closest to? Um, I don't know, kind of a cross between maybe a, a hardcore versus a uh that was all original that was all original yeah. stuff but i don't want to say thrash but kind of thrash kind of hardcore okay federal okay. vocals but more breakdowns and beats and gotcha. a, a lot of speed in there but not a whole lot okay actually like i said just more chunky if i could okay. use it yeah. yeah no that's that helps me as a not fluent metal speaker, that helps me. When I hear chunky, I'm like, okay, I, I have a sense yeah. of what you're talking about there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So you you were yeah. sort of refining the kind of metal that you wanted to play, or at least yes. dabbling in different subgenres yes. over time. Very, okay. Yes. Great. Great observation. Because I didn't know. I knew of 
all the different brands of metal. But at that point, I would say as, as much as I've been doing it all my life, I still didn't know exactly what my voice was as I'm going to write bass. Like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I started studying and studying and finding subgenres and knowing the differences and, and this, that, and the other and seeing what I liked and, and broke it down. I broke down everything not to be all overblown about it, but I broke down everything that I wrote as a style and looked at what I liked about it and looked at what I was listening to at the time and then rebuilt it and wrote 40 songs and then released four of them and then released another. I love that so much. Like, because, because that's the thing. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of Chris from every band ever, but you know, mainly anger overdose and dead deceased and Isaac event. And like, you know, the idea, or, or actually even, you know, Justin from First Aid Spray, the idea of sort of really, really being super mindful, thoughtful, preparative about what you're going to be doing. And, yes. you know, and I it's, it's, it's for, well, that's it. But, you, you know, but you do for it to sound right. But not everybody realizes that. And so not everybody does it. And I mean, you know, it's something that I'm learning. You know, I understand it from a general music perspective i understand it from a cover band perspective you know you don't want to be auditioning for you know a a classic rock band and you have somebody coming in with like you know a funk bass you know Mm -hmm. lean where it's that's just not gonna nobody wants to be you know it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll you know like it's not gonna work so like you have to match but like but for metal what i've been learning the last couple months specifically is that there are there are options, right? So like Chris can throw a walking bass line on something that's a metal song, but it's gotta be very intentionally done, you know? Yes. And and so to, to be thinking about it that way is why I think your music sounds so tight, which it oh, really, you. no, it really thank does. You. It's very, and, and I wanna get into, you mentioned your voice on bass, but I wanna get into in a little bit your, your, your singing voice because it's very specific it's very different from everybody else that i listen to in metal and i kind of fucking love that because it's i know immediately that it's a superposition song like i know immediately okay this is this is john and i love it because you sound so badass <laughs> like you just said because you've got this almost it's almost like and and you know me well enough so i'm going to trust that you know how i mean this and, and not be insulted oh, by it, but yeah. like, it almost sounds like it's very theatrical you know and it's very almost like you know welcome to the show and like it brings me in in this way where there's a there's a wink it's accomplished Yep. Well, there's a wink, there's a nod, there's a, you know, you're doing it seriously, but you're not taking it seriously in that way. And it makes the music so fun on that level for me because you're, 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 you're giving it a nuance that a lot of metal doesn't have. You know, a lot of metal, it's like you will die if it's not the most serious, intense, and it's not to say your vocals aren't intense, and it's not to say that the songs are jokey or not no, serious. You know totally. what I mean, right? So, but yeah. I love that because it's so, and you change it depending on what you're doing too. Mm-hmm. So it's not the same thing all the time. But I just, I love that, and I wanted to make sure to highlight that 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 once somebody hears John sing once, 
whether it's a collab or it's a superposition song or it's whatever, you know it's John. And to me as a singer, because I don't I don't have that. Like I'm not a, I don't have a voice where people will go, oh, that's Christina from Vox and Sticks or like I don't have that. So I love that because it's like, you know, you hear and you know, it's Nora Jones, you know, where you hear so like you hear somebody and you can identify them it's right away. Fantastic. And some of it is timbre. Yes. Which you have no control over. But I think, and here's my actual question, believe it or not, there was one coming, but I, again, you guys know me well enough, I could just bleh, whatever. So I, when people don't know me, I feel so bad when I interview them at first, because they're like, is this chick ever going to ask me anything? And it's like, oh. <laughs> um, but I do get there, and you guys know that. But like, that has to be a choice that you're making. That has to be intentional that you're doing it that way. Because I can tell from the way that you sing that you could sing it straight and not have that little wink in there and not have that welcome to the show. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So where did that come from? Because I know we're so jumping sure. a little from bass to vocals, but I, I don't care. We'll jump as much as we want. It ends up being somewhere in the middle of guttural versus singing, but I approached mm -hmm. it from singing and trying to get it guttural versus going guttural and I trying see. to get any melody to the gut. Yeah. Maybe that might have something to do with it. I was, when I was working on the first EP, each vocal track are pretty different mm -hmm. this one i was able to consolidate to where i'm still getting around but uh, it's a lot more yeah. consolidated yeah. vocal style wise yeah. and when i um was finally able to lock in on um the control i needed to get the voice i was looking for in mm. or the control i needed in any voice really then i was able to let go totally and just go for it and what you were talking about where i got a little bit i it sounds like it's dramatic but i'm not taking it seriously i had to do that because i can't take myself seriously doing this and i can't really yeah. not either obviously right so once i was able to totally put it into this is the character for the song i was yes. free Yep, yep, yep. No, and you and really... And hopefully remove myself it, out of it enough to where it, you get, it sounds like a character. No, but you do. You you definitely achieve that because... It's a, it's a, thank you. It's a very interesting atmosphere when he does vocals. <laughs> okay, talk, talk to me. In here. I, I, I want to hear Kimmy describe that, actually. I want to hear Kimmy describe what it's like when John does vocals. That 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 is going to make my like is gonna make my heart happy. So tell me tell me what you mean by that, my sweetheart. Well, <laughs> usually, okay, so this is the area of the house where we, it's just basically our studio. Right here, this corner. The creative. Like where I sing yeah. all the vocals. Where sometimes, sometimes in the bathroom because it just sounds better. Yeah, but, acoustics are right. Yeah. True. But this room, actually, this room that's on the end of the house is just perfect for a lot of different I things in collapse here. right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So when it's vocal time, we usually don't come out here because I made the mistake, came out here one time. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a mistake, really. Well, she I'm did, so I'm going to go with her on that <laughs> He was just literally like almost on the ground and just so a side of John I have not seen okay. before. So he... Okay. he you can see he transforms into I'm pointing something. and shouting and it's great. Okay. It's great to watch. I mean, he definitely wouldn't want me to get it on camera, I'm sure, but it's, <laughs> it's great to watch, but it's a little frightening sometimes. 
I mean, it's so funny because when you started describing it, I'm like, is it going to turn out John was like completely naked, like throwing feces at the wall like a monkey? Like, what are we talking about here? And One part of that's quite- true. Okay. I, I thought I thought there was something Kimmy was not saying there. <laughs> I was like, I, I my 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 radar is going off there. There's a detail we're missing, but okay. Yeah. Mark Boland said, "I drive a Rolls Royce because it's good for my voice." Okay. There you go. I don't know what that means in this context, but okay. Well, a little feces, you're getting naked. So be it. So be it. It's I gotta do what I do for my craft, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, look, whatever, whatever, whatever gets something like collapse to happen, I'm okay with it. That's fine. Okay, well, no I mean, monkeys were harmed so in the am making I. of that album. It's all right. All the monkeys are fine. All the feces, no feces were harmed in the making of the album either. We're good. So, okay. So, so, so then to, how do I even move on from that? But okay. So, so you, you took two years to make your first EP, correct? Two years uh, to make the first EP. Um, yes, that's okay. accurate. Yeah. So, all right. So you guitar that I bought. I mean, also, I was bare bones when I came over here, hmm. as far as equipment goes. So I had to start getting everything again, and I <laughs> bought a bass, and I bought a guitar, and I bought recording equipment. And then we got a dog going, and Ariel was on after that. But yeah, it was kind of a slow process a getting slow process, us to where yes, we needed everything. Okay, so but that was more just about getting established after having moved. It wasn't yes. that the that the the, the project <laughs> itself. Yeah. Okay, I see. Because I was yeah. going to say, yeah. like, I mean, you you put it's out so stuff pretty quickly, from my my perspective. So it seemed on you, but that yeah, given the timing and everything, that makes sense to me. Right. That you know, well, twenty twenty would have been a yeah, that would have made a big transition year for, for a lot of reasons, obviously. But obviously. okay, so. Both so, of the, yeah. might I add, I'm sorry, both Always. of the EP and Collapse were all written a ways back. I had written all okay. of those songs plus another half dozen, maybe if not a dozen more, in 2015, 16, and 17. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so those are older songs that were redone. I mean, there's even some different lyrics on a couple of those tracks. Hmm. So, uh, they were redos on a couple, and and I finally got them mm-hmm. exactly where I wanted. I ditched lyrics on one because I just didn't like the way the song was going. Okay, and which one it. was that? Pardon me. Which one was that? Which song? Avalanche just got different lyrics. No, okay. I took that back. Um, let's see. I don't remember which one you ditched the lyrics on. <laughs> I don't. All right, well, in it doesn't matter. I was just curious. In the mouth of the serpent was once okay. about. Okay. making all the money and now it's about germugger wait i'm sorry you said it was about what and then what <laughs> it was originally about making a shit ton of money that's what i thought you said and then i heard i heard you say some mugger mugger exactly what i said no <laughs> and then i said it's about jormungenger the sea or i don't know if it's so much sea but the the um nordic serpent god okay so you kind of did say what i thought you said yeah, I just didn't, and that's yeah. my ignorance. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I'm okay, so, in the name for all I know, so, but I think okay. that's pretty darn close. No, I'm I'm gonna go with it being being my error, but okay, I have to straighten gluten frog out Thank here. He was a little smushed, but um, so okay, so um, so all right, so let me think. There are like nine questions that just popped into my head from that, but so let me let me let me let me parse them for a second. So you um, so you wrote everything long enough ago that. 
both the EP and the album could have been comprised of any, really any of those songs is what you're telling me. So everything that I've heard of yours that's on Spotify could have been in any order on either album because they all existed at the same time. So how did you come to pick the four that you did for Superposition? And then how did you decide what you were doing about Collapse? Like where... Where was the framing of that? Because you, you, we've alluded to it um, before that there is a loose concept to collapse. So right. I want to get into that yeah. too. Um, well, but so let's the two questions are, if I, if I understood myself correctly, which is not a guarantee, how did you decide what was going where? And then talk about the concept for collapse because I have a feeling that's what All put right. those when songs on, that, on that album. Okay. When we get to the concept of collapse, shut me off. Cut me out if I go too long-winded because I will. Okay. On the EP, I'll have Kimmy poke you. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You ready? All right. On the EP, it's I. When I wrote those songs, I had written them in album form, writing about eight to ten songs three times, and then there's actually a fourth one that I've got in a closet. Um, so out of the three first albums, each, I think there's two of, and I I don't have them committed to memory right now, but there's mm-hmm. one song if not two, of each of the first three albums that I wrote on the first EP. Okay. So okay. there's different, you might, uh, a, a diehard might, might notice different writing styles or different nuances of each of those songs because they were written about a year after each other. It, 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 and I'm going to pause you there because it, I, I, I didn't notice that necessarily so much as, as a different style, but if it had a different vibe to it for me. Yeah. Like, you know, a frog leg versus an avalanche versus, a, right. you know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah. it, it, but, but, but it still all works. Like, it's not like, I'm like, what Thanks. the hell is this one after this one? Like it, it, it definitely right. is it, it, the EP holds together beautifully. So, okay. I'll so you, you that. did cherry pick a little bit from yes. different eras and this is all it's about, a, yeah. So like a eight to 10 year stretch where you were writing and this is okay. I see. I yeah. actually, I love that. Because it's it shows me that first of all you started off in a good place, thank God. Because otherwise, if you'd picked one of your earlier things and it was like, you know, the album might have been like, let's just skip that track, you know. But um, but you yeah. didn't. But it's cool to see how. I don't even feel like you changed. I feel like you. I don't even feel like it's evolving because that implies too much distinction. It's more like you you accumulated more musical knowledge, technique, style, preference, lyricism. It was, it was, um, yeah, that's very cool. I love that. I love that that that's almost like a a long-term snapshot of you as a musician in one place. That's very cool. So anyway, I'm shutting up now. So go ahead. That's a good way. Yeah. Okay. So you pick those. I'm sorry. Yeah. You pick those for the EP. Yeah, sure. Exactly. So it was an overture. It was a, of you know a nice broad span of what I was doing, and that was the risk that I could make them sound to make it all coalesce to sound like it's one EP and not ten different directions. Right, right. Especially since I was letting myself do different vocal styles on the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Then going yeah. into collapse, if we're ready for that, I guess. Um, I'm I'm ready for all of it. All right. <laughs> collapse is a loose. I guess the the most identical identifying factor of it would be norse mythology yeah okay 
Yeah. And we can start from the backwards and go forwards. And even the art alludes to that. So that that's yeah, that's very well captured, yeah, by Thank someone you, we know who's incredibly beautiful standing next to you or sitting next to you. We know that, but yes. Yeah, so, okay, so so the Norse talk to me about that a little bit. Let everybody know in case they don't already what the what the concept of collapse is. Okay. Um, Odin is you could easily look and this is what I was shooting for. Um, the point of view of the last song, Lest We Fall to the Waste, is mm -hmm. from Odin's point of view. Okay. He's talking about, he has crows that go out and see for him. Yeah. And these are, you know, just things of the Odin story. Um, the first song is about Spider, which is a time-traveling murderous entity that's vampiristic as well, and travels via the computer, gets into people's lives and skins, via the computer, mm -hmm. sucks them dry. And then we go into the second song, which is about a snake. Right, the humana, 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 whatever that you said before. <laughs> I don't mean to insult whoever that is. I'm really not, but I can't remember what you said, but it was like, humana, 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 or something. Do, 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 do. But yeah, it was something like that. So, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so it's about that, and again, very aptly named in the mouth of the serpent because it is from that character yeah. perspective or that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we got so we got Odin at the beginning, and we got the snake um, towards the beginning, and then I try to take a segue off of that and just go into some more um, more metaphoric or metaphysical kind of things of communication mm -hmm. and loosely right. speaking about communication and black speech before that I'm on ghost. We're talking about community. And that's obviously if you've listened to it heavily influenced a hundred percent influenced on this Facebook scene. Yeah. Ghost is it's lyrically talking about community, helping each other and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yada, yada. <laughs> then we're going into, into black speech, which is um, uh, probably one of the more, quote-unquote cryptic songs, but it's basically just talking about how it's almost against the law in some cultures and communities to talk about love and supporting each other. Mm, well, and, and that one I especially noted because I think of, of, the, of the songs on the album to that point, it's a lot harder than the others. <laughs> And I think it, it's also more instrumental, if I remember correctly, too. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, well rounded. I liked that choice because it, first of all, one of the things I thought was very cool about Black Speech is that the 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 beat of it is almost more what I would call like an R and B kind of a beat. You know, it's got a funkier feel, yeah. Yeah. and I loved starting with that because. It made my brain, you know, like my my musical monkey brain from being in a cover band be like, it, wait, is John about to do a fucking R&B song? Like, what is happening right now? I'm going to be like, yes, I'm going to lay you down, baby, on the bed. You know, like, I didn't know where we were going with that. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. But like, but I, I'm like, okay, so, and then when the rest of it came in with the guitars, and the guitars are really heavy, too. And and you're doing almost like a devil came down to Georgia kind of vocal on that. It's very like you know you're calling things out. It's 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 almost speak singing and and I I love that kind of thing. Yeah. But it was amazing to me how well all of those completely fucking different things hung together. 
Like I, I, that was where I really, you know, because I'm the, the, the spider in the mouth of the serpent, ghost. You know, like I'm, I'm with it. I get it. I, I understand what's going on. And then right. Black Speech was kind of like, look at him, what he's doing here. This is, this is a whole other thing, you know. But again, not, yeah, not like, wait, this doesn't fit. But it was like, here's another dimension of superposition, you know. And and I really. Thank you, I, Christina. Oh no, you're what? No, but I, I that that drum beat. You get it, yeah. But that drum beat got me in the beginning, where I was like, "Whoa, okay, how is he going to do this?" You know, and I mean, I've talked to you know Shovel Monster. You know, they consider themselves more of a groove metal band. You know, I've talked to other metal mm -hmm. musicians who have funkier elements, at least percussively. Yes. But this was so showcased. You know that that's really all you're hearing initially, and you. It's so to me, anytime a musician makes a choice mm -hmm. in a track that they're gonna focus on one instrument or even just one phrase or one vocal line or one melody or one anything, my yeah. brain goes, okay, pay attention because this is a linchpin element of the song. This is something that matters to the person who's making it, and I'm I'm paying attention mm -hmm. to that. And so I really didn't know where you were gonna take me. I mean, I didn't think it was gonna be you know smooth you know, smooth John on the feather bed or whatever. But like, I was like, it could have been like, you could have gone that way because that was the beat that you gave us. And I loved that. So I didn't mean to make you spend Thank so much time on, on black speech, but like, I, I really, I thought that one especially interested me because it was, it, it was distinct enough in that way, especially rhythmically. But it also showed me that you could decide to make a completely different kind of project if you wanted to. Like you really could, because your vocals could go in that direction. Yeah. You don't have to be screaming. You could just sing a straight, you know, I mean, like, I don't see you becoming an R&B singer or whatever, but like, but you could do something like that. You, you have that, you have, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I kind of want, I, I, maybe we'll, we'll get an R&B superposition album at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll make it. And then Kimmy can do a, do a video for it. You know, where John's just like, we're going to do video. spiders and snakes by, um, Crawford. I think I forget the hours. Do you know which song I'm talking about from way back? I don't think so. Spiders and snakes. Yeah. Well, that works out because you have spider and in the mouth of the serpent, I so it all kind of comes together. I don't like spiders and snakes, and that ain't what it takes to love me. Okay. No, I have to go listen to it afterwards. I don't believe his name is, but it might be the kind of thing where when I hear it, I go, "Oh, this is what they were talking about." But right now, the the yeah, know, I, yeah. I, I can't the hamster is not not spinning the wheel, so it'll be a fun. One. It's okay, gonna be so, fun, and I'm actually gonna do some vocals on that. What? Yeah. I didn't know you sing. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you do because if you're gonna I be know. doing, but we're gonna we're gonna hear John. John's gonna be like, yes, yeah, serpents and snakes. The kid's gonna be like. <laughs> I wanna love you all over. I don't like spiders or snakes. So that's that would be great. I can give you I can give you the stems from this video, John, if you want to do that as a collab with me. You can have it. It's fine. I, it's if you have I don't even know what it is. Okay, so so now we're we're gonna have to keep an eye out for Kimmy's vocal debut. John, are you gonna do the 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 video for it, or are you guys just? Oh, there we go. There we go. Switch. That's it. Yes, that's a great idea. It's like a parent trap situation, but okay. So now we're up to cannon fire, right? Okay, and again, this was another one for me where the drums were pretty funky. Yeah. This one. And but but I mean, you've got you've got your 
you've got your Rob Zombie Dragula voice on in this one, you know. But but the but the guitars reminded me for all the world, like I I I don't know why, but of Vernon Reed, Living Color, like you have, which is a super funky, like so. The, again, this is another one where. You know, and and it's like and 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 the vocals on this are raw. You know, you build this growl into the screen. Yeah. You know, and, and we, so I loved all of that. But so, and then you change everything about it halfway through the song, like <laughs> the rhythm changes, the vibe changes, the tempo changes. Like we're somewhere else. So, what is Cannon Fire? I mean, I, I know the lyrics, but like, you know, since, as we said, yeah. sometimes okay, you're well, being intentionally obtuse right. in communicating. The rough, right. is, yeah. the rough layout of the storyboard, whatever, it's um, two fighting ships and they go down in the night. That's it. And it's 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 um, the narration of one of the survivors. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh so that yeah. it is, it, that it is really pretty straightforward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So you, you, weren't, you um, weren't... In writing it, I, that was... Probably that probably is the most technical song on the album. Mm, mm -hmm. Again, everything I do is starts with the bass line. Mm -hmm. Drums are always last for me because I program the drums. I've just recently started programming drums and mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with it in what I'm doing, but I don't ever want it to, I'm still a rookie enough to where I'm almost fearful that I don't want to be influenced by anything that hasn't come out of my head mm. as a track. So okay. Okay. I use small clips and it's not likely that it would, but I always put drums in after everything's pretty much set in stone. Rhythmically. Okay. And okay. a concerted effort not to let them influence how it pans out when I'm putting everything together arrangement wise. Anyway. Um, no, wait a minute. I know you wanted it anyway, that one, but so, that, but, but my, you know, what lights up my brain is hard to predict. So, so when you say that about, you don't want the drums to influence the song. I don't want a pre-programmed drum track that I, I see what I, you're saying. Okay, I, so you don't want to hear something and go, okay, this is what I got you. Okay, yes. it was the pre-programmed mm -hmm. element of it that, because I'm thinking you're just, you know, you're putting in what you're putting in, so it wouldn't be influenceable, but I, I that, right. that makes sense to me. I'm glad I clarified. Yeah. Okay, so I allow anyway. Myself, it, yeah, I allow myself to use small clips of rhythms that would be pretty close to me asking a drummer to play something like this. Right. So okay. I'm, yeah. Can you throw down like a, a, a rhythm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm doing something like that and I'm getting something close to what I wanted to hear, then great. And I glue those together and go from there. Um, on the cannon fire, um, it's the most technical on the album, just from the riff structure. And then I let myself go way out on a limb in the middle of the song because right. there's two. Um, there's two segments, chord progressions, where I'm going all over the place and then come back with a straight driving beat and then come yes. back and go all over the place. That was the namesake of the band because it's meant to sound. There's one bass riff where I'm bending, dropping, hitting an open E and then hitting another two notes. Not to get all nerdy, but. No, we it, love nerds around here. You're talking to ones. No. Wood, so. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I said we love nerds around here. You're talking to one of them. So, yeah. So, get nerdy. Feel free. <laughs> I don't. Um, get down and yeah. nerdy. So, I was able to, I always knew what I wanted that riff to end up being, <clears throat> to end up sounding like when it was done. And I was able to get in and and put some little magic in there behind it. And I came up with what I, it's 99% of what I wanted. So, That's about I as let good as that I go. <laughs> and they're so 
the guitar had I had to memorize what the bass was doing in time because it's off time slightly in each occurrence of the riff and then play the guitar line right, just you like offset it. right 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 yeah. yeah yeah and then i was able to to get that done with the way I, I was happy with it when i got done and then the the drums are just holding it all together in this so yeah. it's it's supposed to get as loose and chaotic as i possibly could as an independent artist and still release something that sounded quite right well, it's interesting. It's loose and chaotic in the sense of being incredibly well thought out and planned. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did we do that so, exactly? But, no, but and and then what I what I find interesting is that not right about smack in the middle of the album, you know, and your title track, right? Yeah. You throw something down that is what like what you know. It, it, it collapse Pretty. is so atmospheric i love the squealy acoustic guitar it's no vocals it's very stripped down that's a bass christina is that the bass i'm playing a finger picking prop uh finger picking kind of style on the bass okay that explains the the depth to it that i was hearing so okay mm -hmm. so even cooler so i mean you but you really you kind of turn the whole album on its head with that one. So, that's the 70s. But well, and it's and that's it's it's all about those 70s albums that were 70s. so well written in their whole arrangement. But uh, okay, so that makes that makes sense to me too that it that 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 there would be sort of that spanner thrown in there where it's like okay, and again, it, it's not out of place. That's a distinction okay. that I want to be clear on. It's Hi. that it's it's a different facet, you know, and and I think yeah. that. I'm always impressed when people can put together an album where it does something like that and it doesn't feel jarring or misplaced or like, why did they do that? Like, why did he make that decision? Because it tells me that musically, you've made everything we've heard to that point complex enough that the ear can assimilate something that's related to what you've done but different from what you've done and still think of it as something that comes from you and like that's not easy to do and it's certainly something you can't do by accident unless you're like oh it's definitely you know, of, yeah. tommy yeah. I, you know iomi level like talented or whatever where you could just do whatever the fuck you want and people would be like whatever but like it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it, it was yeah. done for for depth of the album overall it yeah. was done to add yeah you know, something to bounce off against and yeah no i really i really like that because back in hitting hard yeah no and well and i usually tend to call that kind of thing an aural sorbet you know where it's like you give the ear a break a little bit almost and then when you come back with the thing that you're doing it does oh okay you know, here i'm ready for that again you know and and so then with reverse you very definitely do Although I gotta say, I was so excited because my nerdy little self was listening to the drum intro, and I'm like, this reminds me a little bit of Take On Me by Aha. Just, a little, just a little bit, but I was like, oh my god. But then, it, the, the song is something that I would almost call, and for all I know, this is a subgenre that does exist, but I don't think I've heard anyone call themselves this, so I'm probably just pulling it out of my ass, but there's something about the vocals that I would almost think of as like a punk metal, if there is such a thing yeah, no, and, yeah. and i and i and the guitars are super hard the drums you know the breakdown everything really fast 
And again, you've got those super theatrical vocals coming in, which I, I love that because it gives it to me out of everything, even as much as your bass lines are distinctive, the vocals, as I've said, are the thing that's like, that's really the superposition signature for me. And now we know, you know, you're crawling around nude in the muck or whatever, making them <laughs> like, you know, and then, and then, you know, you have all this distortion in there. Um, and then there's this very rhythmic, you know, kind of almost like heartbeat, you know, going over a bridge and you're hitting the seams in the road and it's very kind of lulling this, you know, and then you go into the riff. And so like, I, I, I thought that song after Collapse specifically was such a cool choice because it you do ramp us back up, but it's not like a spider where you're making it so big after something so quiet that the, the yes. ear goes, ah, you know, like, a, and again, I probably would have rolled with it, but I appreciate that you kind of ramped us back up a little bit on reverse. Yeah. Like you, and then, you know, by the time you get to heaven and water, like, yeah, we're back in the zone, you know, but even that, you know, even that almost like a little bit of a shuffle, right? Like on the drums, but that's still, you're really playing with us here in the second half of the album <laughs> and, and upending what we've come to expect in the first half. And in, as you're, as I'm talking, I'm hearing, you're right. It is very seventies in that way. You know, it does, it does give you that well, like, I mean, hour over here. Oh, yeah. So, so those songs reverse and where heaven and water meet, like, what, what were the, what were the underpinnings for that? Just, you know, thematically, cause you've, you've kind of gotten us, you know, you've gotten us to the midway point and, you know, you're still in this whole Norse mindset and everything like that. So where are we now? As far as just past reverse or on reverse? Both. Yeah. Cause I don't want to, I don't okay. want to, I don't want to talk past them and then not have you lay down exactly okay. what you meant. Okay. So yeah. So we've, so gotten up, we've gotten from the ghost into the black speech and then we're back into a little bit of, um, Stay not so much Norse, but nautical. A lot of nautical. Right, it's and fire, right? right. That's also a common strand through the album. And then when we get back into reverse, after I was getting done with it, I kind of noticed some some cool fun facts that reverse is saying from a viewpoint of the second song. If you oh, want to say that the tenth song is saying from Odin's viewpoint. You could easily, if you wanted to look at it this way, that the reverse is saying from the viewpoint of the snake in the first, in the second song. Menomena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. you're, yeah. <laughs> can you Mouth say the, the real name again? What is the real name again? Jormungandjur. Jormungandjur. Okay. There you go. If I'm getting that right. I think Jormungandjur. that's pretty close. I'm thinking, now I'm thinking John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt because my yeah. ADHD brain is just like, better. Jor, Jormungandjur. Yeah. Okay, so so reverse is from the you perspective can help me here. of mm -hmm. Jormungandjur, the serpent, I'm from type it in. in the yeah. mouth of the serpent. Okay, right. that's very cool. Okay, yeah. okay, I, that I didn't pick up on, but okay, I like that. So this is what I was talking about, loose concepts, because each song can tie in with another one if you're looking at different, right. if you okay. want to get deep into it. Okay. Because, and the reason I say that, not to spoil anything, it's not that big a deal, but the second song is about, well, the whole thing, the whole album is about fear mm. and being subjected to mass doses of fear. And the second song is saying we need fear. Mm -hmm. The sixth track, that reverse, mm -hmm. is 
talking about fear. So that's why I say it's could be looked at as saying from the viewpoint of your you need sir. fear in your life. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and then the tenth song when Odin's singing, he's talking about what his crows have come out, come back and told him about, and he's saying, "Well, it looks like fear is the way to go, and mm-hmm. you guys need some fear." Okay. So mm-hmm. I'll let that just kind of lie, and you can get what you want out of the lyrics. There is a moral to it at the end, and blah blah blah. Um, getting past reverse, we're going into um, where heaven and water meet. Heaven and water meet, I believe. And yep. Love that one. That's just fun. Yeah. There's not that a whole lot fun. of concept going on there yet until we make the video. Then there might be a hell of a lot of concept on that one. But that's I haven't just made fun. that video yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm curious because that that's one of the ones where I most noticed the dueling guitars. You know, that's not something you do a lot. Um, you know, and and so I feel like whenever I hear you know sort of dueling or you know contrasting guitar lines in a song, I feel like there's inherently a kind of energy and attention and. Uh, like a bite to that, that I, I'll be curious to see where you guys take that in the video, you know, because the feel of that song is, is very specific to me in that way, you know, that it is, you know, the drums are different and, and, you know, but, but you've got the droning kind of sound with the guitars and the, you know, and everything like uh, that, that could be a lot of, that could be a lot of fun to do a video for. Cause I feel like you could take that anywhere you want, you know, I think Kimmy will have a good time with that, but okay. So what about landfall then? Okay, landfall, we're getting into our ancient aliens fetish that we just absolutely can't get enough of. We love that show, and I really enjoy watching it. And anyway, so... Uh, ancient aliens, there you go. Yeah, go watch it today. Um, Never even heard of it. Not even show, once. The, the song is about, um, again, getting into some other gods that are hard to say. Um Coxtacotl and Kukulakan <laughs> are similar gods in South America. I don't say anything. One is Mayan. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna get beyond my knowledge of this. Okay. But uh, I don't ever say it. Right. That's what the songs are about. Uh, that song is about. It's about um, a snake god in South America and aliens. Okay. Right that- before you said the aliens were real. Yeah, we, we right recently had another. We're like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy and John were like, we that. knew that already. We already, we don't need to. Yeah. Okay. So, so you again, you're, yeah, but, that's, but that's not, that's not Norse then, obviously. So you're just no. moving into different elements. Of- no, then I totally departed and went to South America for a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Why not? You had to take it. Why not? Okay. Yeah. And so, and then as you said, you know, lest we fall to the waste, last song, Odin's Perspective. Yes. Um, you know, and and I felt lyrically does if not wrap things up, it 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 makes the statement that it needs to at the end of the album, you know, or or at least yeah, makes the big statement. finish that went everywhere mm-hmm. and then collapsed at the end. Yeah, yeah. So so again, yeah. in writing that one, because again, you that's another one where you play around with rhythm and tempo a lot, um, you know, and and I I like that because it's. Unlike a um, like a like a cannon fire or something, like it's it's back and forth more. You know, you're taking us here, you're putting us here, you're bringing us back, you're taking us back, you're bringing us back, and yeah. like there's there to me that inherently creates a lot of tension in a song. You know, of just you know now we're faster, now we're slower, now there's this particular riff that's back. You know, and and 
it the song and the album then kind of end on what I would consider a bit of a jam, you know, like it's it's right. yeah. less structured and but I like that beat of musical ellipses, you know, and and I think that 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 fits with the portent of the rest of the album, you know, that it's oh it's finished but it's not over, you know, and and I like that. Ways that, I can go with different concepts from that in other ways than the next albums. Yeah, that's it. And I was just about to say, and I like that it felt like you could pick up from that point mm-hmm. and move us into so something else yeah, like with that whole history. You know that 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 you have canon that you've built in about you know your musical lore and all of that. So I just I I thought that was I, I really um and again. It's so tightly done. I mean, do you're doing all the production yourself. You don't have anybody else mixing, mastering anything. That's just you. Yes. Yes, it's just me. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, you got you guys have so many things you could choose to do. You could choose to produce for other bands if you wanted to, John and Kimmy. I mean, clearly, like you know, yeah. between you and John with I'm the art and everything, you guys idea. could you guys could really go. I mean, because it it's it's so professional sounding. The album. I actually think both of them. You know, Superposition too. The EP. You know, like I, I, it's it is very tight and it is very clean and it's it's and everything pops in that way that you want it to when you're mixing correctly. You know, I don't I don't feel like oh you know the the vocals should have come forward a little bit. I don't feel like the drums are. And it's interesting because given the way that you are putting your drums in, they could very easily take over every song. Because they are they are a front piece, but they're well, mixed. I probably have time to prove on this, so I was getting a little busy. I know that. No, no, but no, but I'm saying a good thing. You're turning it into a negative, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that so fuck you because I didn't oh, say negative. that. No, but I mean like I for me what I mean by that is the drums definitely have a lot to do with the feel of each song and the album as a whole as a result, but. I don't feel like I'm just listening to the drums, and that's where you want it. You want to notice the drums, but not be like, okay, well, this is a drum album then, you know. And and so right. it's you've mixed and very very well because it's, that's as good. you know, any album, no matter how great it is, if it's not mixed properly, yes, you're you're sunk, like you're done. Yes. It doesn't it's matter what else. You do. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's in the same way that as as a live band, your sound engineer is going to make you or break you. You know, it's the same yes. exact thing. I've had bands that that yeah. I've seen who were terrible, but because the sound engineer was great, they kind of fooled us into thinking they were better than they were. And I've yeah. had I've seen bands that were tremendous that were just completely blown out by the guy mm-hmm. or the woman at the board, and it was like fuck, you know. So, okay, so so we've gone over some of that. Um, so Kimmy, in making these videos, then you have this concept that you know for the album, you know loosely. You've got your synopses for all of your songs. Mm-hmm. Was there one in particular that was really difficult for you to make a video for? Were they all pretty easy? Kind of what's your process with you know knowing that you have this whole project that you need to visually represent, like? What level of undertaking was that, given that you have literally the source sleeping next to you every night and could poke him at four in the morning and be like, hey, you know, I had this idea for this part of where heaven and water meet, but I want to make sure that I'm on point. You know, like you can't really do that with like, you know, anybody else. So like, that's true. Yeah. So so what, when you were putting this, you know, these these videos together, how was that for you? Did you feel like they just came really easily? Was it a ton of work or or both or? They were coming one at a time, so it was kind of easy that way, right? Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, they, it just depends on, you know, depends on the song. And I, I think that there's been a few that have made me nervous. Hmm. Do you remember which? Yeah. You don't want to say though, I, that's okay. No, I don't want to say. That's okay. But, but there's just a few where I was like, I don't know if I, if I could pull this off hmm. or not. But she does every time. Well, clearly. But I mean, can you, if not saying which songs, and I, and I, you know me, yeah. I'm huge on consent, but can you say why in a general sense? Like, was it that lyrically they weren't, they weren't, you know, you weren't coming up with things that you felt were mm -hmm. representative? Was it just about not really having a grip on it? Like what, I'm, I'm sort of wondering what could possibly stump a Kimmy? How does that happen? Like how, what, what you, know, and again, if you can't, then don't, but like, can you, can you yeah. get into it all? Like what, what about those songs made you feel a little bit like. Right. Uh, maybe just the genre. Um, okay. Okay. The genre maybe, or just, um, the, one of them was um, just very, it felt like very deep and like, mm -hmm. um, I just wanted I, I think I think my worst thing is just trying to be a perfectionist. So I was going to say this sounds more like you doubting yourself thing. than anything else. Yeah, that's it's a what, bad, it, yeah, it can be bad, but it can also be good. But it's just true. the Virgo in me. I just I <laughs> I'll or I'll you know, I'll be in the middle of a video and then I'll think, OK, or I'm almost finished with it. And then I'm like, I'll go to sleep and wake up and go, oh, no, I have to change it. And then other times I'm like, nope, I do it and it's perfect and I feel mm. good. And other times I, you know, I'm like, no, I'm going to make a couple of changes. But it was really funny. I do have an example with Freaky Things. We just did Bonfire of the Dam. You have to clack and, um, when it comes to Freaky, yes. Freaky Things was fun. Um, it's based on a magic card, um, which I, we're totally magic fans in our house. So okay. um, really cool. And that, that's, the, that's the, is it the pre-save one that's coming? Or is this the it's one released? Um, the one that's released. Okay, because aren't you? Didn't you? Aren't you? Don't you have another one coming up with him? Uh, with freaky things, you know, we just did one. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're not doing a video for the new? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got gotcha. you. So all right. Just for now, we did that one, and it was really fun. But that one, what uh, I was gonna say was, it was, um, you know, a little challenging. But it was, um, I, I had. I was doing their video when I was at mom's. So yeah, during all of that, in between all of that. So a laptop versus a PC. Had, yeah. I had a little struggle New with surrounding. it. Surrounding. Yeah. It was so not noticeable for the record. Um, and and I, I thought I thought that the I thought that the marriage of, of freaky stuff with your visuals was great. So I, I, I but I could see where that would make you nervous because you're not it's like cooking in someone else's kitchen, you know, you don't yeah. yeah. That too. And then I came across, so I had to finish. I, I finally finished it. It took me like, it's the longest video. It's, it took me longer than any video I've done yeah. so far, but it was only because of my circumstances. Yeah. But you had a lot going on. I, I can relate it to that. It was still really fun. So yeah. I finished it. I got back home and I, I showed it to them. And then I said, Oh, I want to take it. I want to take it down. I found a better dragon and they start laughing <laughs> and they're like, you are just, you know, just like us trying Aww. to be perfectionist. I was going to say, every musician watching this is going, yep, 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 yeah. I do the same thing. <laughs> I got to, so. oh, I, I should fix that. I should change that. So I, there's a couple yeah. of, you know, there's you a couple. You don't know when to say when. I have right. to, yeah, in, in, in that Back happens way. in all aspects of this. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Um, community. So we're, we're all very hard on ourselves and our own worst, you know.
Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, it, it just depends on the video, but like mm -hmm. I haven't had any that have taken me, you know, no, they, they flow pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. actually. Well, you do seem to turn cause like I'll hear about, Oh, you know, someone will say, I just hired mamas to do my video. And then like three weeks later, the whole thing's out. And I'm like, and I mean, you know, I, I should mention that, you know, the, the, the closest to firsthand experience I've had with working with you was on the yellow Friani, yelling Friani project, right? And I mean, we didn't work together on that in the sense that it was Asphalt Jungle's, you know, brainchild and everything. But you, I think, got the, you got the video for that, or not the video, you got the song on like a Friday. And I think it took you under a week to have the whole thing put together. And you know, Kimmy's sending me emails going, oh, you know, I'm sorry, it's not done yet. I'm like, didn't you get it like two days ago? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you're not? It I, like, it didn't 45 even... minutes and oh, yeah. just <laughs> them on a shelf. That's what I was just like, I don't, I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I wasn't expecting this for weeks, you know, and, and poor Kimmy, we, you know, for, for those, I mean, everybody who's watching knows this, or almost everybody probably, but, you know, this foundation, Yellow for Yanni, that, um, that Vox and Sticks, my, you know, my band is very big on and the, and the indie community has completely adopted and, um, yep. You know, we did the project. Um, well, I wasn't involved in it, but but Asphalt Jungle spearheaded the project with you know this whole amazing crew, um, and then you know decided to to throw you into the mix and and get a video for it. And so poor Kimmy had this deadline of oh well we're doing the premiere on Yanni's birthday. You know, it's in like ten days if that. You know, and <laughs> she, she. I do think I had ten days. Yeah, I think I had ten days. And it's you were done early, but you knocked it out of the park. And I mean, you know, right. if you saw, which I, yeah, you were there, of course, for the premiere. Mm -hmm. And Mom Angela was just, you know, bawling her eyes out. So was I. So was Ash. Like we were. <laughs> like I said, every single, every single one has become part of my soul. Yeah. And now this little boy is yeah. just, you know, yeah. how could you just? not want to help that I I, no but uh, but uh, but i mean to see and again when you all hire kimmy <laughs> which you will people i told you i was going to keep doing it um but when you hire kimmy um you know i can vouch personally that you know the quality of that video um did not take her months she was done in days you're gonna okay? make her and cry it's, it's coming on Oh no, <laughs> that's okay. She's got shades on. We'll never know. Um, but no, I mean, really, like, it's, look, I, I mean, all joking aside, I take it seriously. As, as no, but but like, I'm I'm kidding around, but I'm not because I, now I'm gonna cry. I when I meet people who are beautiful people, it's easy enough to love them. When they're incredibly talented, on top of that, as you both are then it's really easy to love them and what they do. And when they're so generous of spirit and they're with their time and their energy, and Kimmy, by the way, did this project for free, okay? Did not make any money off of it as everybody who was involved with Yelling for Yanni, you know, not, nobody made a dime off of this as they were losing money because they were making video and, 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 and recording vocals and guitars and bass and drums and everything when they could have been doing something that would have gotten them paid. Um, I want everyone to work with you, Kimmy, because first of all, I don't think they're going to get a better video from anybody else. So there's that. And I want to serve the indie community as best I can. And I don't endorse people I don't believe in. I don't, no matter how much I love them. 
And people who pay attention when I talk about things or share things or whatever will notice that I don't say the same things about everybody. And I don't have a blanket, oh, this is the most amazing thing ever no. for everybody. I'm no. honest. You know, I'm honest when there's, yeah. there's stuff that doesn't necessarily resonate with me, but I really appreciate it from an artistic standpoint. I'll say that. You know, and when I just absolutely love something and want to sing it all day, I will say that, you know. And so I wouldn't be pushing Kimmy's project and Mama's Made in the way that I do if I didn't believe in you so hard, you know. And, and, I, and I, so I joke because I threaten, but everybody knows I'm a complete softie, so it's, it's toothless anyway. But like, but because you care about what you do in a way that means that whoever hires you is going to get, as I said before, the closest thing to a video that they would have made for themselves in care and quality and attention to detail and, and, and conveyance of what the music is about as if they had done it for themselves. And that's rare because people will knock shit out and, 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 and it can look great. But I believe that there's a human element to getting people to connect with music and art and all of that. I think that's, that's what music and art and is all about, is that human connection, that element of it. And when you clearly care so much as you do, you know, it's going to give people's videos, even if it's something that's fun, like with Freaky. And no, it doesn't have to be a tearjerker on the level of yelling for Yanni, but people are going to get something out of it that they wouldn't if they hired somebody other than Mama's Maiden because they're doing a job, whereas you're doing a service and there's a difference to me. So I know I'm kidding, okay, and, and I, for the record, just in case anybody's being weird about it, I don't get paid to promote anybody's music or art or whatever. This is just, you know, I say what I think and I feel. So I, I just wanted to mention that, Kimmy, because you really... It was one of the reasons I fell in love with you in the first place was because you have such a huge heart and you can put that heart into your art and then you share it with everybody. And that's such a gift. It really is. And so when I say hire Mama's Maiden, I'm not just saying it to benefit you. I'm saying it to benefit everybody that's going to hire you because I've seen what you can do and I've seen how what you do heightens what they're doing. And that's the dream, right? That's the whole point. So, and I mean, and, and for, for reference guys, look at what Kimmy's done for John, you know, <laughs> the superposition videos are amazing, you know, and, and the songs are amazing. So it, it all, you know what I mean? It all works together. So that's my very long winded Ted talk or whatever, but I just, I, I, cause I don't want people to think I'm shilling or whatever. I'm not, I genuinely mean it. So we know. And thank, thank you, you so much. Oh no, you're very welcome. We love you guys so oh, much. No, we love you. Too. It sounds like we're wrapping up. We're not. We're getting there, but we're not. But so before, before <laughs> oh, we turn around, what, what I what I wanted to get to here because we we got I know we we have to save Kimmy because she's gonna need Kleenex. But so so we've gone through a lot already. But I want to sidestep a bit here because John, you just came out with a collab with one of my favorite bands ever. Okay. Anger overdose. My favorite band ever. 
And we have to mention anger overdose has legally, contractually, we are obligated want some money on either end to mention AOD in literally every Vox and guest interview. We just, you know, I don't know if it's because I wore the shirt in the very first picture and it's all our promos or whatever, but people, it's because it's because AOD is just they're everywhere because they're, you know, linchpin of band together and also just kick ass musicians. But yes, you guys just came out. I was about to say motorboat because my brain does not work with a motorhead cover. <laughs> Not motorboat. That's a different cover. Um, a motorhead cover. Motorhead. Um, and it is so fucking badass. And I love Yay! it so much. So and, and it is Fantastic. great because in the chats for this show, you and Rob have been saying to each other for like two months now, yep. it's time to play the game, Rob. It's time to play the game, John. And I'm like, what the fuck are they on about? And then I was like, oh, well, wait, maybe it's the Motorhead thing. But it didn't, I didn't put it together that you guys were covering it for some reason. Because, again, the hamster does not always spin the wheel up here. But so before you talk to me about it, this is, this is the treat, guys. We're, we're, we're hours in, and it's song again, okay? We're going to play the game. <laughs> so why don't you just very quickly before we roll it, Talk to talk to me a little bit about how you and, and AOD decided to do this, and then we'll we'll spin it, and then we can chat a little more when we come back. Okay. Now, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is how it went down. I um, Rob, he had contacted me. Anger had contacted me, Bob, and said, um, "What do you think about this or that?" You know, looking for some reflection on some of his music, I believe, and we got to talk in an instant friends uh, and. I came up with a song idea, I forget the track, but another 70s tune that I was going to run by him. And I was saying, you guys should do this for some reason. Hmm. Um, it just spoke to me of, of, I think it was just a song that I thought they should do. Okay. And, and we talked about that a little bit. And then he had came back with a retort of possibly doing this one. And I said, sure, you know, and and my vocals tend to, you know, some of it sounds a little bit like Lemmy. So we thought it was a good fit. And, yeah. Um, yeah. We started working on it probably a good uh, three months ago, a couple months ago. It's been a number of weeks that we started doing where we just took a, a nice, easier approach about it. And I sent him some stems and we mm. worked on it a little bit when we could and here and there. And the rest of Anger got in on it. Yeah and including some new members oh yeah <laughs> um and uh we got it going and and finally got it produced and then we tried to sell we were considering self-producing on this as well and it, and i gotta tell you the the copy that was just before this last one that we got was gold it would have <laughs> been great okay we um we Bob had this one sent away and produced. I forget the producer. I apologize. I should have that committed to okay. memory. But okay. um, we had it produced and brought back, and it was platinum as compared to gold on the mix. Okay. <laughs> my opinion, it's just it's fantastic. They did so good on it. He did so good on it. It and really, it, yeah. Knowing the artist's name on the top of my head. I, I know I, I don't want to throw anybody's name out there because I mean I know that Fourth Watch has worked with Rob. I know Encircled Throne has worked with Rob. I know, but I don't know if it was any of those guys or so. No, um, no I, this uh, is uh, another. Rob will, article. Rob will tell everyone in the chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Rob. But, yeah, uh, you tell me. I know. Yeah, um, that's okay. Anyway, we uh, 
um, got that going, and and he had to uh, get a license for the copyright of it. Right. So we were kind of throwing out ideas of when to release and how to release, and then all of a sudden it's out on YouTube already on on the topic YouTube. You know how things get released onto YouTube. Yep, yep, and yep. Then, we went through DistroKid, which is a great service. I highly recommend them. And they had us out on the other streaming platforms a day or two after that. So then we're on Spotify, and yeah. I believe we hinted and released about that time. And good old Tal Whirl had started sharing it all over the place. Yeah. Thank you, folks. Love you, man. Yeah. yeah. Amazing voice, too, by the way. Just throw oh, that in there. So beautiful. Oh, my oh, God. Incredible. So I, incredible. I don't gotta, know. Got to gotta, get Tarl on this show. Or Eddie Better that he reminds me of. Some of the, the richness to his timber is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's. it's well, I could a go on about uh, over a half hour. Anyway. And also very, very patient about Narok and me calling them Towel, which. <laughs> From me, but yes, Tarwal is Tarwal is great on many levels, including having a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also. I did do the understanding video that they collabed on. Uh huh. I know you're everywhere, Kimmy. You're your force of nature, force of nature. But okay, so let's not make them sweat. And and thank you to everybody that has shared on this and continues to share by the time this airs. It blew up. It's out across many groups. I'm sure you. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, unfortunately, it kind of blew up while we while we had our family thing, so yeah, I wasn't able to promote it with you guys, which is still bumming me out. But I, I'm 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 working on that. Don't worry. Um, but honey, that's fine. Yeah. This is just music. But no, guys. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've all heard it. And those who have, you'll hear it again. But for oh, those who haven't, you are in for a treat. Okay. Superposition teaming up with Anger Overdose for a cover of It's Time to Play the Game. Fantastic performance. Here we go. Fantastic. Time to play the game. It's time to play the game.
Guys, I mean, really, like I, one of the things I love so much about it is is the 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 contrast of your vocals with Rob's vocals. Yeah. And then you have Mel in there, Militia in the just this yeah. ethereal yeah. floating yeah. up, yeah. Yeah. and it she almost sounds like an instrument. Not that yeah. not that the voice isn't an instrument, but she almost sounds like a synth or a. Or yeah, a woodwind or such a Yeah, it's oh it, man, it re, it's produced it's so well. It's put together, and I mean, look, I mean, we all it's know, amazing. we all know that Rob AOD, like you know, and Ambrose is fucking guitar. I just, I can't, I can't oh, with Ambrose's so guitar. <laughs> like, I can't. Oh, um, so I, he always gets mad at me when I compare him to Eddie, you know, Van Halen or whatever. Oh, but know. like, He's he so he good. really is just so absurdly yeah. talented, and you know, like, you know, Chris on the bass, like. It, Oh, it's just, it's also good, but it's like, so I, good. I love that you guys took this one on because it's not necessarily, not necessarily something that would occur, mm -hmm. you know, right off the top of the head. Um, yeah, it's but, a little obscure for it the motorhead. It's not very fits, though. It fits. And because Rob it, has that incredibly good producer's ear. Yeah. Even when he's not he producing does. entirely, he, does. he knows where everything needs to be, where it doesn't, yeah. what works, what doesn't, what needs to change, and what doesn't. And like, That's and it's just, um, it. This I love this so much. I love this so much, and I, you know, and and it should be blowing up. It really should because um, it's it's a great song, first of all, and and what you guys have done with it and sort of twisted about it and changed about it and everything and again i that you know just rob's vocals down here and then you more up here and then the the contrast with the growl and his grumble and that you know and then you've got your theatrics going on and mel again with that beautiful siren song um it's so yeah. great oh amber oh yeah no i meant i just meant the vocals but no ambrose just fucking tears that song oh, up tears her. it up and i'm assuming chris i'm assuming chris was on bass for this one yeah he got he in was. there yeah and uh, you can tell it's a Chris Brandon bass line too. You know, yeah, even though it's, you know what I mean? Like you can still tell it's Chris. So well, everybody's, everybody's on point. There's, everybody's there's working three together. Bass lines there's three going on in that. Well, well, but, but I mean, the, you could tell it's Chris on bass, I guess is a better yeah, way to say Chris it. On like, bass. I, I played bass on there as well. Oh, okay. I didn't, okay. And I was going to ask, yeah, but I and, wasn't sure. Uh, okay. So it's you too. And then Bob had a, a synth bass in there too. So there's a lot of bass going on. That's so I'm gonna have to go. Book. I'm gonna have to go through with you which one was which because you and Chris clearly either discussed or heard each other where what you were doing on bass was so in agreement with each other that it was it wasn't clear that it was but two different. I'm gonna say that's chalked up to Chris being an outstanding bassist. Yeah, he really he is. He I really said is. off stems. Chris did his thing. Yeah. Oh, so you did yours well. first? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or to the whole mix. I can't, yeah. you know, I wasn't in the studio with him when he released his tracks, but. Sure. Okay. Outstanding. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, no. Nice no, guy. I mean, you, you know, you've got, you bring AOD, you start with top notch. You bring superposition, you start with top notch. You put it together and then you have mamas in there. Fucking yeah. way stratospheric. Yeah. Where are you even going from there? It's like, no. And really, I mean, like all the collabs that you guys do and everything that's coming and everything, like, it's just. I'm so glad that that especially Kimmy with you that you're you're you know getting so many people pulled in here because the other thing that I love about it is that 
you do different kinds of music, you do different genres. And so it shows people that, you know, there can be a video from mamas that, that will work and they do, it's not just the metal community that can use you or it's not just the rock community that can use you or it's not just, you know what I mean? Like you can do whatever for anybody. And, and that, that, that I think is also that and the fact that you guys are all, you know, we're all family as we've said. And so yes. all these collabs that are coming out with these artists where I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to hear what these two people do together. And like a yeah. little bit of whatever. Rob, Every day. Yeah. Rob, Every day. And I, Rob and I are kind of besties. So my Scully boy will send me some <laughs> insider info on the regular about things. So I, I yeah. tend to hear things early or early versions of things or whatever. <laughs> and when I heard you guys were going to work together, it was like, ah. I gotta hear what that is, and, it, and he didn't tell me what it was gonna be. Um, so, yeah. which I was well, glad for, actually. So, a little bird told me that you picked up right away on who it was and what it was when you heard this. Uh huh. <laughs> it could be. It's possible. It's possible. But it's possible. A, a very favorite little bird. But yes. But yeah. so yeah. So I mean, you guys really just and. And what I love too, and, and why I'm glad that we did this where we were able, because there are two of you to do two songs for this yeah. episode, is that it shows how different these two projects were, musically, artistically, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's, and, and so people get a sense of range within one episode too, which is great. But I mean, guys, uh, I could sit here literally and talk to you all day, I really could, but because I know that as patient as people are, <laughs> They can only watch so long of an episode. And as you know, as you know, we do awesome. end every show, as you know, with a little segment that I like to call. It's hot. It's hot. In the Vox seat. <laughs> and now, of course, in the chat, everybody's going, my seat, my seat, my seat. This is it. You've heard about it. You've seen it. You've heard the questions. And now you're in it. You're in your the Vox seat. Oh, no. And here we go. Now, I'm going to take a guess because of who you two are as people that as familiar as familiar as you are with these questions, you did not plan your answers. I'm just no, going to take that not. guess. And so I am very interested to hear. And we're going to we're going to have to we were going to. Well, I, I did. He did a little bit. but I, we, I planned something. That's OK. We'll just pretend you didn't. <laughs> Or maybe I'll change the questions just to fuck you up. But no, no, it's okay. There you go. So, oh. Okay, so um, what Do is it. the airspeed velocity of a swallow? No, but um, okay, so. <laughs> first, yeah, first question, okay. All right. If So I'm going to do this in two different ways. So, John. Yes. Actually, I'm going to do this in three different ways. Oh. Ha -ha. Yeah. Here we go. So you tried to prepare and I have foiled you. Three so ways. here we go. John. If you had to describe Superposition's music in five words or less, what would you say? Hmm. That's one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> really? No. That one too. That's two. That's cool. <laughs> really? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Great fun with breakfast meats. <laughs> Great fun with breakfast meats? Are you really going to go with that? No. What does no. that mean? <laughs> what, it's something that Manamana said one yeah. day, and Herder Manerma Jorma 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 Jorma
Pummeling force. force. Okay. Um, of sheer heart attack. Okay, we'll hyphenate heart attack for you. (laughs) Um, Pommeling force, sheer heart attack. Okay, wow. Okay, that's um. Wow. Okay, I like that. That's 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 very okay. Okay. Plagiarizing Queen there a little bit, but that's all right. Oh, I don't get the reference. Which uh, which uh, which song is that? Sheer heart attack. Oh, duh. Yeah, I don't know that one. (laughs) That would have made more sense. Okay, now listen to it today. Uh, well, yeah, and it, you know, I, I, I have to listen to that, and and I, yeah, I have, I have homework again. I always have homework. So okay, so now here's where I'm gonna fuck everything up. You ready, Kimmy? If you had to describe superpositions music oh! in five <laughs> words or less, what would you say? That's gonna go three ways. Oh, John naked crouching with feces. Right? No, no, we're not. <laughs> We're not gonna go there. If you insist. <laughs> 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 hey. Sorry, Christina. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay. Fierce. Ooh. Heavy. Like this. Funky. Yeah, yeah. Groovy. Groovy. And fun. Look at that. See? Look at that. On the spot and she did it. And I like all of those words. I mean, the breakfast meets answer was definitely my favorite of the three, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll. Okay, so now Now, Miss Kimmy, if you had to describe your art in five words or less, what would you say? Oh wow. Um very girly. I'm, I'm very, girly. Gr- very girly. Colorful. Colorful. Um, sexy. Sexy. Uh huh. Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking sexy away. That wasn't your word. That was her. That was that was not your word. That was John's word. Okay. Very girly. Colorful. <clears throat> um. I punished you, John. Gosh, I, I don't know. Um, hmm. Okay, talk about your art as if you weren't the one making it, <laughs> because I think you're. I think you're. I think you're. You're. You're restricting yourself because you don't have enough confidence in that bit of it. So, talk. Give me the other two words based on if you were just looking at this and this were someone else's art. Okay. See that's uh, rich and vibrant. Yeah. Okay, there we go. I like it. Okay. That help. Thank you. You're very welcome. I, I think a lot of people when they look at their stuff through the lens of it being their stuff, yes. they see it differently. So I, I when I see people stuck like that, I like to see if taking that lens off helps. And I'm glad that it did. So all right now, soup. You ready? If you had to describe Kimmy's art in five words or less, the first one I assume being sexy. Sexy. What would the other four be? Um, brilliant. Oh. You're so getting it's some after this interview. <laughs> Riveting. Okay, wait. Sexy, brilliant, sexy, riven, sexy, brilliant. What was the third one? Enthralling. Enthralling. Riveting. And oh. what was the, la- the last one was what? 
fun. Fun. Okay, look at that. Look at that. You felled her. Look, she's done. She's collapsed. It's a collapse, and you see now we bring it all together. <laughs> yeah, works. Okay, all right. So you've done it. You've done. You've had to do more work than everybody so far. You had to come up with two sets of five words, but the, I'm glad I asked you each about the other because I, I think that I, I, I think it's good for you to hear it from each other too in this format. So yeah. okay. Okay. So John, your favorite thing about being a musician? About just being a musician? Yeah. Or, or, you know, a, a chicks dig it. Chicks dig <laughs> one in particular. Okay. So this is, so first we get like a joke answer, like the breakfast meats or the chicks, and then we get the real answer. All right. So what's the real favorite thing about being a musician? Or is that really it? The chicks? It's the only cathartic process I've found that works. Mm, okay. That's I hear you. That, that says it all. I, 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 I totally can relate to that. Specific to being a metal musician too. Oh yeah, super cathartic, I think. Especially when you get to scream like that. All right, Miss Kimmy, your favorite thing about being an artist? Or or you could answer your favorite thing about making videos for artists, whichever question or both that you prefer is fine by me. Your favorite thing about um, what you do? Just the creative process altogether. I just love to create anything. Mm. And I would do it all day if, if I was able to. I would just do it all the time. Oh yeah. Okay. Creative and it's therapeutic. It's yeah. very good for your soul. Okay. So you guys share that then the cathartic yeah, yeah. you know yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So flip side, John, least favorite thing about being a musician. Least? Uh, if you have one and not everybody yeah. does. Um anticipation of something I want to do a release anticipation, probably anticipation of a release at this point. Okay. From the way that I'm approaching music at this point is okay. anticipation of release. Um, yeah, both of them, the EP and the album, I was so wanting to let it go by the time I let it go, mm -hmm. just wanting to get it out there, not sick of it, but wanting to get it out there. Just finally bated yeah. breath. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and and, and is that's it not really a, a, a con? As no, far as no, thoughts. no. Well, that's why I was going to ask you, since it's within the context of something that you dislike, is it anticipation? And it doesn't sound like it is that people won't receive it the way you want it to, or is it just no, having no, to wait not, to get it out there? That's we'll more. Get it out there. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. butterflies or anything like that. No. Well, that's good. Because if that's if that's so the worst, long. you yeah. the process yeah. is so long and it yeah. Is, Finally, by the time you you just want to get it done and get I, it out there. I probably won't push myself like that ever again because I got the EP out in October and then I wanted to have the release out in May. And it was a lot. A lot. I, Even with songs I, I, that existed already, it was a it, lot to take on in that time. It was frame. a lot, yeah. yeah. So it was a big want to get it done, want to get it out there. Okay. This next one that's coming, um, I'm going to take my time on it. I'll probably release it about the same time, but I'm going to take a lot more time. and and. Okay. Being how things are e easier on this attempt because I did it last year a couple times. I'm sure it'll go a lot faster. So I'll be able to mm -hmm. stretch the time or compress the time, however that would be. But right, wait longer, but time. have it take less time to get it done. That's that's yeah. that's Those sort of the dream. That, like okay. That album that yeah, yeah it's, it was a yeah. it was a lot. Do you have a sense of when the next one is coming? Oh, I'll give you a date. Do it. Give me a date. May eighth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So we've got no, most, most of a year. <laughs> that's the next album. <laughs> but that's like a full album. Though. That's the next. Okay, but you're going to release singles then. Okay. I'm going to have two uh, two singles he's coming gonna, out. Yeah, he's going to do some. Other we haven't even mentioned this, but I'm doing a Black Sabbath cover that's, that'll be out in a few weeks. Might be out by the time this airs. Ooh, well, this is this is November seventh, so. Okay. I mean, September 7th. September 7th. Yeah, it was a word that ended in burr. Yeah, by the time this is aired. So, Children of the Sea, Black Sabbath cover. It's really good. Deal with sick on it. And it's, you had mentioned a walking baseline a long time ago in this interview. And um, I'm happy this is going so long. And um, that is a walking baseline from hell. It's, it was the hardest, as a bassist, it was the hardest aspect of this song. I could see that knowing yeah, not knowing the song, well. but knowing Sabbath, I could see that absolutely. So okay, but the, but a good challenge, I assume. Good it, challenge for you. A, yeah, it was a great challenge, and I I knew that it was going to push me to the point where I wanted to be as a lead guitarist as well, because the Tony's you know Tony's doing his thing all through Ozzy's career, and he was Tony was Tony at the first album, but by the time he got to Dio, this is a excellent benchmark, and I knew. Once I get this down, I'm going to be where I want to be on all, all fronts. That's very so. I like that choice then too, because that it wasn't just about getting a song done; it was about getting your your musicality to a new place where you wanted it. So that's that's, that's what I, I said too. Yeah. That was impressive to me because yeah. he just he wants to get better. Well, that's it because you could have picked something that was lower yeah. hanging fruit, you know, and put that out and had it been a snap. So I but I but I to me that makes sense in the context of this whole conversation that we've had because even within the EP and the album, we've seen you progress, you know, from one thing to another, you know, add elements as we said and all of that. And so, you know, it's very meta to have you pick something where we can see something new that we didn't even know that you necessarily could do yet. So I'm Jack, when that comes out, promise me you'll tag me in that, okay? Cause Facebook doesn't do right. oh, any, anything. Yeah. Facebook yeah. will hide it from me and I'll get my 50,000th notification that such and such page that I've never interacted with has tagged me and all of their followers about some sandwich that they're fucking eating, but I won't get your, your song release and then exactly. I'll be mad. I'll make sure that you see it. Thanks. Okay, so Miss Kimmy, my sweetheart, your least favorite thing about being an artist and what you do. I'm a little too hard on myself. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> You think? Okay. A little. Just a sousson. A little bit. I, Not I a lot. To, I, I always think, okay, am I going to get it wrong? Am I going to nail it? Am I going to get it right? I don't know. And just, uh, I deal with those. You're not that bad about it. You just don't know. I don't say everything. But yeah, it sometimes makes me feel like, you know, I'm like, oh, I just hope I could pull this off. No, if, she, if she's up at three in the morning thinking I this, I should whatever. That there's that's the tip of the iceberg to me because it means that it's something that's at least background for her all the time. Um, well, you know, Kimmy. I mean, I personally, I'm sorry, but I have to say, you've been at this for six whole months now. So if you're not completely mastered the whole thing, I kind of feel like maybe you should pack it in. You know, you've clearly. Oh my God! It's so weird to say it like that. It's uh -huh. so crazy. But listen, okay. So then let me do another one of my things that I do. Know, which is that, but if that is revelatory to you in, in remembering and acknowledging that, keep that in mind when you start to neg yourself. 
Mm. Okay, because if you're going, well, oh my God, I'm not that good at this, or I might not be able to get this right, or I might not be able to do this the way I need to do it, or whatever, remind yourself that first of all, yes, you can because you do and you have, but also you've been doing this for six months as a business. Okay, that is that is a baby wouldn't have even been born in that time. How long does it take to build a human? <laughs> it's the same thing, right? So, so true. Give yourself a fucking break. Okay, because if John had just been making music like he is for six months and he was like, I'm not where I want to be, I'm going to throw it in, he'd be like, no, you're fucking not. Right. So why do we why do we give each other grace, but not ourselves? Food for thought. Thank and you. And on that note, all right. I'm, so here we here we I'm go. I'm going to remember that you said that the all next right. time. And I'm, gonna, and I'm going to keep nagging you about it, too. So you won't be able to forget that I said it. No, but work. We, Really, though, I mean, and again, a lot of people who've, who've answered this question um, on this show have had similar answers of just self-doubt, you know, worrying that the thing that they, you know, like Ambrose said, you know, the, the mm -hmm. idea of, of what you hear in your head and what you want to make and getting yes. that out as closely as possible into the yeah. world. And, I, and everybody in the chat was like, yes, quit, you know, so like because everybody, anybody who does any art of any kind. Mm -hmm. Either they're a massively arrogant asshole or they can relate to that super hard, you know? And I mean, you know, I, I just, I just put out a post today. Well, gross. now it was, now it was weeks ago, but like about, oh, I have originals. Should I release them? And everyone's like, why wouldn't you? And I'm like, because I don't think people will like them. So I understand it too. So when people oh, yeah, say we it, all do. Yeah. when people say it, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised. I don't judge it. I don't whatever. But then I look at what you all do and it makes me angry for you that you would doubt yourselves and you are, you definitely fall into that category because I'm sorry, there are other people who do what you do. And even as much as people love you, and a big part of why people love you is because you do what you do, they wouldn't hire you if you weren't doing right by their music. Sorry, but they wouldn't. Like, You're there right. are people in this community that other people genuinely love as people, but they will never collab with because they just don't feel like it's going to work out for whatever reason. That's very true. I feel very honored to have been trusted enough. And as much as you respect the artists who hire you, that's mm -hmm. as much as they respect your art or they wouldn't be hiring you. Thank you. Gotcha. Okay. So, all right, here we go. This is it. I don't know where this is. And actually I'm excited because I get to ask Kimmy, the secret vocalist, a, a music question directly. But so, okay, John, first you, if you had to choose just one album to listen to for the rest of your life, which album would you choose and why? Rush Hemispheres because it's the best album there ever was. Well, okay. Quick and with confidence. Okay, so when did you when did you come across that album and is it a something that you listen to a lot or just something you think on fondly? I've been listening or? to it since I was probably 16, 17. Okay. Yeah, a long time. Okay. Okay. And you pull yeah. it out regular well, let me not ask the question that way. You Rush listen is to my it favorite right? band, second okay. 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 They're both both. Okay. Um, okay. Rush um, is everything to me, and and that is their best album, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I think I, I think I love Purple Boys, or I love um, I love other ones, but um, that, that one is the most well-rounded. Is the okay. probably the most concise answer. Okay. Okay. I think the only other person who's picked Rush, I believe Ambrose picked Rush. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was, it was the live album. Band, which I'm down with you, man. It's awesome, but come on, hemispheres. 
Okay, now All it's right. on. Ambrose, if you're in the chat, you and Green Frog and Master Beats <laughs> and, and uh, Lord Satan have to go toe to toe with John here on this one. But okay, so yeah, so I, 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 my, you're gonna laugh, but my introduction to Rush was was the whole roll the bones era. Yeah, I love that show. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it was definitely not peak, um, but still very good. But so not when I so looked back and I was like, oh, okay, there's all this other stuff that. <laughs> but yeah, um, but anyway, okay, all right. So now, Kimmy. I don't really think I can ask you, like, if you could only bring one, like, digital art program to a desert island or whatever, or, like, only, <laughs> only look at one artist. But so I'm, I'm going to ask you if you could only pick, because you're married to a musician and you apparently sing, which you didn't know you did, but now we all do. Um, what would your, you know, one album that you could only listen to for the rest of your life be and why? Collapse by Superposition. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I think, I think she actually means it, though. I think she really means it, though. So I love it. So now you now you two can fight about why it wasn't the EP. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Is that the answer of all time? Come on. Oh, man. You guys are giving me cavities. You're so sweet. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Superpositions collapse. I, I fully endorse that 100%. It's a good album. I love it. There you go, John. Good job, John. You like your own album. C congratulations. Good for you. Okay. So, but all right, guys. <laughs> guys, we're here. We're here. Okay. We've arrived at it. You know what's right. coming. You know the moment, you know the stakes, you know the people in the chat and the the the, 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 the white knuckles that are, are, are clenching desks and phones right now in anticipation of this last question. And you know what's at stake, all right? So guys, listen to me. Dogs either Dom either Dom, Grimstalker, and uh, um, well I'm not gonna say because it hasn't whatever aired yet, but um will will be loving or hating you. And then everyone else will be loving or hitting you, freaky things especially. Okay. Okay. But here we go. Your toilet paper roll. Now you guys have must have the same answer because you share the toilet paper roll. Over the top, under the bottom, and why? Here we go. Hang on, guys. You go, girl. It's gotta be over the top. Okay, there we go. Sorry, Don. Sorry, it's sorry, not, Brandon. <laughs> it has to be because in our house growing up, it had to be over the top. It really wasn't. I, I Social programming. Yeah, it just had to be. If it okay. wasn't, I would, yeah, I would get told about it. Wow. Okay. So it was like a high stakes situation in your house. It's a okay. weird thing. It was a thing. And so okay. I grew up that way. So that's the way it's got to be. All right. So listen, guys, you can't even ding Kimmy on this because this was almost a congenital toilet paper situation. She really had no choice. You know, she was indoctrinated into the over people, very young. Um, she doesn't even know her own mind on this. Kimmy could be a keep it on the back of the tank person at heart. We will never know. Kimmy lives in the prison of the toilet paper parental design. This is it. She, you know, so, so no, nobody's allowed to flame her on that one. Jonathan, is it the same thing for you? Is this, I know it might be over in your house because otherwise, you know, the, the structure of the universe collapses, but is that, is that your, is that your instinctive answer or would you have been an under guy? Were you an under guy? And then you met Kimmy and she flipped you over or what's the deal? I myself personally prefer over so that it works out well for our household. Yes. Now under, I would give the chance 
if it's approximately two and a half inches away from the wall. Now this is gonna require a little bit of an extension kind of toilet paper holder. <laughs> but if it's up against that damn wall, as much as I am for spider love, I'm not for that concept. And if it's two and a half inches away, spider we're cool. love. So I guess as the roll gets smaller, it gets more acceptable if you're up against the wall kind of guy. Wow. Yeah. So first of all, if he's still awake, JD from Death Pigeon is shouting yes because he was the one who, who mentioned the bug thing in the first place. Also, John, being the first person ever historically to make the case for how much two and a half inches can make a difference in someone's life, um, not... Uh, not <laughs> Let me tell you. hey -o. <laughs> You've just made a whole bunch of, of people very happy with that one, John, even if it's, if it's the wrong context, but... Okay, so if, if, if you could if you could avoid the whole bug situation and you spiders. weren't married to someone who was fully committed in a, in, a, in a way that is baked into her DNA that it had to be over, you could be toilet paper by curious. But, but no, I would say that I am under sympathetic though because I got this this thing where you grab it just right and you can rip it off under a little easier than over with one hand mm. and that comes in handy you there never you know. know you might just There's have an art to it rip. see i feel like this is the people's answer because you you haven't been wishy-washy this isn't a political answer you have a stated preference and choice in the house but you are open-minded you are accepting of all you know, toilet paper identities, and I appreciate that about you. And I, I think <laughs> Dom, Dom, and 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 Grim, I think will will respect that. Will respect that. He's, no he's a man of the toilet paper. Dom and Grim. That's it. See, see that guy. That's it. We've done it. I I don't think the the, the that the ratio is ever going to catch up because we've done now 25, 26 something interviews, and we've got I think three people. Maybe, definitely two, possibly three, who've said under. So it's going to have to be a real run on under, guys. Dom, I think you're yeah. just going to have to get used to being in the minority, my sweetheart, Dom. Great change to start somewhere. I know, it's true. Maybe John has just done that with his open-minded. But no, now what you need to do is Kimmy needs to digitally design a patent for a toilet paper wall extension that you guys can market can and buy stay two and a half inches away there you go and then that would that would that would eliminate the bug situation it could change minds and lives we don't know we and you could call it mama's maiden super positioned toilet paper yes super. all right i'm only going to ask for a small cut of the profits on that one <laughs> oh gosh Kimmy, John, you guys, I loved you already. I love you even more after today. I am so happy that you, you guys know. found each other and lift each other up and share each other and, and share your stuff with the world. And, you know, there's a, a reason you guys are, you know, top tier love level in this community. Um, I think that's only going to get more so after tonight. Um, and I'm so happy that you came on. Thank you again for understanding that we had to reschedule and all of that stuff and Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, really Absolutely. love you love you love you both to love pieces you, love you, love thank you. you for coming on to the show all of you guys too we love you thank you for tuning in love you christina mm -hmm. and greg mm -hmm. Woo! all right guys that's it 
Fam, fam, gang, gang, another Voxing guest in the books. We will see you next time. Bye.